I'm Zach, and if I'm not stoned, then something might be wrong. I'm Ben, and if I'm sober, it's probably for the best. Uh, I'm Logan, and uh, my grandma still got the picture of the queen up on her wall. <laughs> I, Welcome yeah, back to the I remember show, that story. Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be back. And shouts to YouTube uh, JJ McCullough, who I figured out that joke from. Yeah, I didn't even think about that until you told us in the Zoom call the one day. And I'm like, oh, shit, my grandma's got a picture of the queen up in the dining room. That, which is even more awkward now, because since that time, the queen has passed. Oh, if we want to get into like the royalty, nobody wants to acknowledge the whole new king's presence and crap. Everyone's still stuck in the good old days of Queen Elizabeth. Which is so weird. It really is. I came home from work one day and my mom was watching a nine hour recording of the coronation and crap like over the course of the week. It was so bizarre. So that whole storyline in South Park about Ike getting all upset, that was like for real? Oh, no, 100 percent. I actually just watched through all of South Park too recently, so I definitely know what you're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> his new book called where where <laughs> that shit was funny good season of no, South it definitely Park. was um i didn't even realize that that was like framing it around canadians was like an added joke because i didn't realize that was legit yeah i know that show pretty much hits everything dead on that they mentioned which is probably the biggest appeal to at least in my eyes so the thing That's, is, uh, you know, queen. Pe- okay, so there's like these queen people. Okay, Zach, remember, <laughs> you know the person that w- was from, uh, <laughs> I guess, the girl who would claim to be different things. Yeah, that's like who I think of with that shit. Like, kind of like the people who say that they're nerds. Like, oh, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a comic book nerd. Then there's like queen people who post about it on Facebook despite never posting anything about the royal family ever before in their life. <laughs> and suddenly they're like experts on the royal family. Well, just just so we're real clear, that's everybody about every topic since COVID. Yeah. Literally. Or I would shit, I would say before that, that was like Coney 2012. Yeah, that's when the, I first started. Was the that ignition. Was like- yeah. yeah, that was like the the um, catalyst event to which by the time COVID came around and everyone was trapped in their house, everybody's a fucking expert on something. And not not something. Everybody's an expert on everything all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. You're an expert in fucking television repair. That's weird. I don't think I ever remember you repairing a television. My favorite are the people who will like. Where they post, it's like it's like posting recipes and then like a five paragraph response about global policy. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember you ever um, being like an X-ray technician or like a a, of a tech a technological advancer of. viral <laughs> vaccines or whatever, but suddenly you, you, you really are hitting the, what, what's your degree in? I'm sorry. 
see, and that shit really pisses me off because I literally have like my minor is in microbiology. So like I've taken these courses and obviously not like the doctoral level, but like I know how this shit works and having to listen to everybody trying to explain how it works was freaking painful. Well, look, I'm doing my own research and I think you should as well, friend. (laughs) Conscientious objector, I believe Cartman calls it. (laughs) And the one research in the research is like a single uh, video by a single yeah. source. Have you seen this video from Ball Liquor sixty nine? <laughs> like fucking Rebel News up here. <laughs> the fucking Ben Shapiro video. <laughs> <laughs> Deepfake Ben Shapiro is one of my favorite like AIs that are out there though. It's like men are men and women are women. <laughs> Those are the facts. I saw this now, contrary uh, to popular belief. I saw this uh, thing on Instagram recently. It must have been cut from an improv show where this guy's like, "Welcome to Space Camp, the Space Force edition." <laughs> He's like, "There's two genders, and they're straight for each other." <laughs> <laughs> shit (laughs) oh I saw that that shit was funny (laughs) (laughs) that whole space force stuff is just too hilarious I was watching NASCAR the one day and the car had like a space force wrap on it so I'm like oh cool Steve Carell's got a new new season coming out on Netflix so I googled it and I'm like no the fucking space force department sponsored that car to be whipping around Martinsville with just their own little paint scheme bizarre What's the point of it? Like sponsoring or Space Force? I mean, both, but... Well, I'm a freaking Canadian. I don't know if I can get into y'all's space agency, government, military stuff. Well, I'm an American, and I can tell you don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) See, here's the thing, right? I guess, theoretically, it does make sense to have some, uh, like some starting thoughts about like a space force, but calling it space force and the way it was branded just doesn't really like match with his, with his importance. Space force sounds like a fucking Polly shore movie. (laughs) There's no two ways about it. It sounds like the worst comedy from like 1998 that flopped really badly. <clears throat> You're like, holy shit, Ben Stiller was in there? Jeez. <laughs> well, even but, like Air Force, I never liked the name Air Force. It doesn't sound like if Air Force wasn't a real thing, it, that would also sound like a movie. Air Force. I guess what I'm Air trying Force to say one. is ha- happy Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, shit, but- I forgot that was a thing for y'all. We just have uh, what's called Memor- not Memorial Day. What is it up here even? I just know it's the May Long where we celebrate Queen Elizabeth the original and it's essentially just go out to the lake and get drunk weekend. Yeah, what do you guys call it? You guys have Labor Day though, right? Yeah, no, we got legit Labor Day in the fall. Uh, your guys is, what is it, Veterans Day, November 11th? <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, no, ours is Remembrance Day, which I always thought was kind of interesting just seeing like the whole take of that kind of stuff kind of in like the states for those holidays versus the rest of the world like the states is all like died for freedoms freedom freedom 
freedom. And then when we go to like a school assembly for Remembrance Day, it's like, yo, maybe let's not do war again. And maybe this stuff's all a bad thing. And it's sad that these people died. So let's try not to do this again. Yeah, it seems like a good approach. Yeah. And that's like the takeaway I was having recently. And this is not to be dismissive in any way. It's just that the focus tends to be only on the service members from your country of origin. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, there's corresponding counterparts in, especially in the case of Ben and I from the U S <laughs> who have definitely been, uh, have given their lives in the name of service. And it yeah. goes back around to the point of like, well, what the fuck is the point of war then? They all believe that they were doing the right thing for their country. It's mostly just for like freaking the corporations running the countries more so than like the actual people itself. But I, I, I'm going to try and stay clear of that on the podcast. I don't want to turn <clears throat> into that white guy on a podcast. Well, there's well, a reason we- the iPhone wasn't invented in Canada. <laughs> the freer the market, the freer the people. Am I right? I'll, I'll leave it at this. I think we can all agree war is bad. War is bad. Okay. So don't do it. How about that? <clears throat> no war. Just say war. no to war. Welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks where uh, we try to convert you to the hippie mindset in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that That's what you get when you have me on as a guest of the episode. Sorry, all coaster nerds. Logan's here. Well, I can't I can't help but feel a little bit responsible for you bringing that for, for having that energy. <laughs> that's fair. Cause, cause you were, you, you were like the original, uh, fan of this show. <laughs> so yeah, for, that's weird to think about. <laughs> and now there's, uh, at least five more. So being in the original <laughs> six, <laughs> yeah, the, um, now, I remember the like the first couple of uh, Zoom calls when they were still on Zoom. Yeah, they would refresh every forty minutes. And, Except uh, every now and then, it'd like gift you the free time, the entire thing. Yeah. <clears throat> God, a lot the first of hours few were like the first. Chats. Yeah, the first few. I mean, went to like two, three a.m. <clears throat> Oh, 100%. I was back when none of us had anything better to do in life than to just lay in bed, listen to a freaking Zoom call, talking with each other. I'm really glad we set that up when we did, because that really helped uh, establish a good core community. Mm -hmm. I do want to try. I think one of these times, I think I think it'd be fun to try to go until at least like 2 a.m. Central. As like a goal. Well, then we have to do it on like a Friday or a Saturday, but not during coaster season. Yeah. That's I'm true. pretty confident I'd be in that one if that were going to happen, because that's typically the hours that I'm up doing stuff. That's what I'm saying. I think if we aim to do that like a Friday night or a Saturday night, but only in the off season. So we can't do We can't attempt that until like November. Yeah. I don't want to think about snow. That's freaking depressing. Oh, yeah, I don't either. 
I know here has nothing compared to you. So, oh, it's been freaking hot up here, and I've <clears throat> been kind of enjoying it because we get what like three months of the year where it's guaranteed no snow, and the rest of that is just you know it comes and goes. So, what is hot up there? Is that like four Celsius? <laughs> that would be hot for literally at like probably mid April for us. <laughs> um, no, when I'm talking hot, like we're in the middle of a heat wave right now. Like, uh, I don't know, it's 42 degrees with the humid X, which would be like what a little over a hundred for you guys. Oh, holy shit. Jesus. No, like, right. Sask- Saskatchewan is <clears throat> literally the place of the extremes. It gets down to minus 50 in the winters and it gets to well over a hundred degrees in the summers here. Like it's very what's, much what's extreme environment. Like in summer? It's not super humid. It's just like the certain locations that you're in. So like I spent this last weekend in Moose Jaw, one of the uh, cities down south in Saskatchewan, and I was in a river valley. So it was pretty freaking humid, but nothing like, you know, down in the southern states of like Florida, Georgia, Mississippi in there. Okay, because I'm like, that almost sounds like Chicago, but with further extremes, because we get like probably at worst negative 20 in the winter. Mm-hmm. That's with the wind chill. And then like in the summer, we'll reach 95, but humidity is at like 60%. Yeah. So think like your guys's weather with a little bit less precipitation, like every now and then we'll have something blow up from either the States Rockies or Alberta that brings in a bunch of snow. But otherwise it's just literally like, you know, a frozen wasteland that just has all of the wind, which is why our wind chills get so uh, down there. That's horrifying. I mean, like once you get past what, like minus, I don't know, 10 for you guys, it's pretty much all the same thing. You're going to get cold and frost, but after a certain amount of time. Yeah. <clears throat> like growing up with extreme cold. Uh, yeah. It's like, I would even say really like anything below zero Fahrenheit. You yeah. don't really, it's like, you're going to bundle up anyway. You really can't put on that much more to like, to where it's no longer practical. Like, I don't know. You got coats and hats and all that. You're fine. Exactly. Tukes but here's the thing. Here. I fucking hate that shit. I hate that shit. So I think you guys are just naturally winter people. I'm not. I'm summer people. Like I don't know if I per, like partake. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, particularly like the cold. I think it's just kind of what I'm used to at this point. Yeah, like I, I never prefer it either. It's just, but I'll, when it does get cold, I naturally just adapt pretty quick. Well, at it's least just, for you, Ben, you have like the mountains and shit to do there in the winter and ski. And there's actually a point to being cold out here in Saskatchewan. We don't have a whole lot to do. Yeah. I don't know. People love ripping around on sleds, but like, I don't know. That's never really been my thing. I live in the middle of a city too, so there's not really a space to do that. When I grew up in Wisconsin, our like going out for cigarettes in high school when it was cold as shit was like the most miserable thing ever. And that was like you'd sit in the car and like the car would barely crank over and like you got heat 15 minutes later. Yeah. Did you did you you guys must have plugged your cars in in the winter then? eh? Uh, Older cars. Yeah, but it wasn't as it's not as common as it is up there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, everywhere has stuff to like block ears to plug them into and whatnot for the winter. Otherwise your car is just literally not going to start up here. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, you see it a little more in Minnesota, but uh, oh, yeah. 
I mean, if you yeah, have I mean, a like, if you have a shit battery here, like if your battery's a little bit off, then winter is gonna be like, yep, fuck you. That's fair, but not like the point where the freaking antifreeze line uh, for the transmission just snapped the one time for me because we had two weeks straight where the warmest temperature literally wasn't above uh, like minus twenty five Fahrenheit for you guys. I'd say. Oh my god! And this poor little old ninety nine Sunfire just sits outside. So I'd take it down to heat up in like underground parking lots at the mall and whatnot to try and help it out. But you know, I was driving down the highway and then it literally just yeah snapped the line and shit sprayed everywhere and it was a whole mess. And that stuff was like advertised to be good till minus forty five degrees for the record. I can't even comprehend. Like. I know weed is legal in Canada. Hell yeah. But I can't imagine the amount of weed that it would take for me to be okay with being inside because it's negative 25 for two weeks. You got to just get like a cozy home. Costco runs, stock up on groceries. I love Costco. What's weird is like I I hate being like immobilized and I hate the whole like indoor times of the year. Like shit, actually right now here it's raining every day. Okay. Which is not normal. Like hmm. this is not how it's supposed to be here. Everything's wet and humid. Um and it's been like rain two, three times a day, like every single day for probably the last four weeks. Um I saw mushrooms grow like in my yard. That's oh, how shit, it man. is. But um, anyway, like, but in the winter time when it's like so cold and it's dark all day, and like you stock up on food and alcohol, it's kind of fun to like get locked in. Like yes and no. Like I, I like I don't know. The, the thing is for us though, right? Like up here, our winter starts before Halloween. I can count on one hand how many Halloweens I've been alive for when there's been no snow on the ground. So when you go from snow on the ground constantly, that's not going to melt away from like mid-October or our Thanksgiving is kind of my benchmark the first Monday in October to literally like end of March, early April is when it normally melts. And generally you're safe in May. Otherwise, sometimes you get a snowstorm. If you are hearing this, it means that Zach and Ben somehow screwed up this part of the episode. Your favorite coaster sucks will unfortunately be back right now. Yeah, there's like actual mud places now, and like, huh? So, are you guys gonna get a bunch of like landslides and shit now? Oh, probably. Yeah, that's not um, fun. Yeah, once September rolls around, I'm sure there's gonna be like another hundred year flood that seems to happen like every, every five two years. years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't that, isn't that good for like the Colorado River though? So it it would have to fall really on the western slope, not necessarily on this side. Um, so the problem with it too, it's like it's more or less like how f- quick the rain falls because if it rains too much too fast, then you get flooding and dams break and shit. It's, so it's not like if the rain falls, it's how the rain falls. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us, freaking meteorologists out here. <laughs> Look, we're we're weather experts, right? Come on. 
Holy but like shit. last year, my, I mean, last year I had no grass in my yard. And then just the other day, like I dr- was driving back home and there's like, like three foot tall weeds and mushrooms and clovers and like lettuce growing and just like all these plants that I think have been dormant for so long. And now they're coming to life. And real quick, uh, last week we were talking about people relocating to Colorado for some like, you know, magical dreams. And I just want to be real clear here. Weeds and mushrooms showing up in your yard is not anything to be happy about. Right? (laughs) (laughs) No. Although I got to say, this reminds me, I knew this dude uh, that was a mushroom forager. Oh, he would like go to the forest areas around Chicago and like find wild mushrooms and pick them and then go sell them to like legit restaurants and shit. Yeah. It's like no amount of like reading up and doing research. Would I trust myself to do that kind of stuff? Yeah, I would like be second guessing everything I took. And then the one time I tried to eat one, it'd probably be a bad idea. Right. Where it's like, even if it's not actually having an effect on you, it'd be like all placebo in your head that it just wouldn't be a fun time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 fungi. It needs to be. Not, it, like it'll fuck you up if you're not careful. Yeah. I saw that happen a couple weeks ago to somebody. <laughs> yeah, not a good time. I mean, best case, y- you have an anal explosion. No, <laughs> that's no, that's a best case scenario. Oh, <laughs> oh just no. eating random mushrooms, right? I can only imagine. Because I've taken some that were specifically bred for psilocybin, and those make you uh, gurgly, so to speak. Yeah, I've those, yet to really that doesn't. I've yet to really have that. Okay, Mister Iron Stomach. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but the, uh, what I'm saying though is like I hear that from everybody, and so I always anticipate it, but it's never happened. That's really nice to hear because every time, like the first like three times I took them, I was like, oh boy, I need to go to the restroom right now. And so I'm sitting there like mid business and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's like, I gotta like then go through the whole process of like, Finishing in the bathroom and washing your hands and opening a door. <laughs> yeah. Which, sure, doesn't sound very challenging. But if you've taken mushrooms, you know exactly how challenging that can be. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're peeking. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> You know that feeling you're like okay i'm gonna open this door what is it gonna be like out there <laughs> <laughs> uh hey when it's like totally different if you're like with a group of friends suddenly like 
Music is really loud. Somebody's like standing on the couch for some reason. Someone's yelling. Oh, that's way too much. That's like chaos if you're tripping, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, uh, congratulations. I heard Colorado decriminalized psychedelics. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Or maybe, no, they legalized them. I think it was decriminalized. I don't think they're going to, or legalized for like medical use or something. Yeah, Yeah. but that's, did you, were you not paying attention the past 10 years? Can't say I have. Medical, medical use acceptance is then the, the pathway to just use. You cut off for a second. Oh, I was saying medical medical uh, use acceptance to the public is the pathway to just, you know, adult use. Yeah. I could see that one taking a little bit more time, though. Possibly. Only because, only because um, with what. Because I, I do, I do remember hearing something about like officials talking about Portland and seeing how it's been a pretty big disaster over there, um, and so now other states and cities are trying to like be a little bit more cautious about it. Yeah, but didn't Portland like decriminalize all drugs? Yeah, pretty much. I think well, BC just did something very similar. I don't know if it's all drugs or if it's just uh, the shrooms, but. That Pacific Northwest seems to be the place where that stuff all stems from. Yeah. Because all that's where all the weird people live. I mean, I'm all for, you know, psilocybin mushrooms being, you know, controlled and regulated in a similar manner to cannabis. Because unlike cannabis... Shrooms, it's always been like, I hope these are good. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's definitely been what's been most appealing with the whole cannabis, at least for me. Like, I've only started partaking myself this past year, I'd say. But just, it's such a beginner easy thing to get into in the sense where, like, setting yourself up. Because you know, like, no matter how bad of a trip it's going to be, you're going to be fine. Yeah, it's a good beginner drug. It really is. (laughs) It's almost like a gateway. Wait, let me stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah. I mean, I got it. It does seem, I mean, like, I would say it's a pretty much a gateway drug. I do have to I give me. Like, I haven't had this experience, but I've also only been in, like, the edible world. Because, at least for me, it's something where it's always like, yeah, that'd be nice, but it's not something I find myself super reliant on. And it's yeah. not like this is just purely recreational either. Like, I only started to help with, like, PTSD and shit from lifeguarding. But even yeah. then, it's like been something that's very easy to control. And I don't know, it's been super healthy relationship, at least with me. I can understand why people would have a bad experience, but that's at least just been my personal view there. 
Yeah, the um, the helping with PTSD is interesting because I guess that's one area I wish I had more help with in using like getting high, but it, it seems to do the opposite. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older, just it's harder to find like mellow shit now, but like you get sucked into like the dark thoughts and whatnot or yeah, what do like you mean? Yeah, yeah, like that's the only direction my high typically goes. Interesting. Okay. Cause yeah, I've definitely had a couple times where it's gone like that, but typically I'm able to like adjust either the setting or the things that pop up that kind of like help out with that. Yeah. Yo, Ben, <clears throat> do you uh, cut CBD with uh, THC? Yeah, yeah, I've and, but even CBD does it too. I've had it like that's just really? kind of my experience with everything. Hmm. So, there, I think um, I'm gonna have to do a little more research into some of my uh, materials I have, but I believe there's other cannabinoids where, especially if you go to like a a CBD specialty shop, you can get stuff that has the cannabinoids that are more especially targeting that type of thing. Yeah. And especially like shit. That's obviously not going to be as, um, psychotropic. Yeah. Right. Cause like, yeah, dude, that's a, that's not a fun high. Mm -mm. I mean, I think I got it. It also, like, just kind of wonder about just, the, like, the proliferation of indoor-grown weed in all of these legal markets. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why, like, um, I know out here, I mean, like, like kind of like what I was saying before, where everything just seems to become, like, a sativa just due to the climate. Interesting. Even, even like heavy indicas really aren't. Um, well, and that's the thing is like, I literally was at a cannabis conference this past weekend okay. and there was a doctor there that did samples of, it was all on CBD products, but um, she was saying that, you know, a quarter of the products they sampled were mislabeled with the cannabinoid content. Yeah. That makes, I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's so what I mean. Like whenever they, like when you go to a store and they're like, yeah, this is a blah, blah, blah strain. And these, this is like the, you know, this is the THC CBD content. Like I don't trust any of that. You have no idea what you're actually smoking. Yeah. The lab results are very subject to like, um, margin of error. First of all, can be up to 15% which when you're talking about ultimately something that's going to top out at 25%, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, <laughs> does that mean it's fucking 40%? Does that mean it's 10%? We're, you know, and then they also like, <clears throat> depending on the state, but the, usually the regulation is it, they only have to test one sample per strain batch. So yeah. they'll take the top buds and send that to get sampled rather. And usually the shit you get is a mixture of a little bit of top buds, a little bit of mid buds and a little bit of low buds. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Top, 
yeah, the top's got all the fucking cannabinoid content in it. So they'd send that one to get tested. So it's going to bolster the whole thing. Whereas like those bottom nugs and those middle nugs are going to be not as potent, but that's going to make up, you know, 66% of your jar. (laughs) Is that in like literal correlation to like height on the plant? Yes. That is interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's because, um, the, the light. Mm, okay. That so would make how sense. Much light, yeah, it's how much light they get. Yeah. So yeah, See, those top the buds are going to get the most. I was going to say, that's the stuff I'm super interested in hearing about with your whole like schooling here that you've been going in, because that's the stuff that I find super interesting. Yes, and actually today for me was day one as a bud tender. Hell I'm not yeah. get into where, uh, but yes, I'm officially in the industry now, so in school and working. Uh, so getting getting a mastery happy to hear it yeah dude um i'm super excited i'm ecstatic to be in the industry and yeah and happy to share knowledge because there's a lot of fucking misinformation out there no kidding but yeah it's the the test results and the stuff like that i think really what i've learned just from reading is that the plant is so sub- subject to its growing conditions. So, like, if you dr- if you grow like a um, silver haze in Denver in indoors, you're gonna get a completely different type of strain than if you grow silver haze here in Chicago indoors. Just because mm-hmm. the climate's different, still, still indoors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Best shit's outdoor shit, anyway. That's why all the best shit is in Northern California. And that's why you're having a meet up there. Woo! Correct. Well, part of it. Unfortunately, Great America's going away. But also, everybody can smoke some really good weed. And what I mean by that is, like, it's, Colorado has some really great goer, growers, so you can probably find some of that similar quality shit. But it's still going to be indoor grown. So, like, most places with legal weed have, like, the best shit that they have in the state, you know? Mm-hmm. But that Northern Cali shit, that's been the best weed since before legal weed. <laughs> ben, you probably remember. If you were able to cop some Cali shit back in the day. Um, yeah, although <clears throat> I would always buy the like these insane like infused joints that had like a 250 milligram THC content that would always blow my mind. That was, um, <clears throat> whatever I flew to Texas during that, um, Oh my up that God. One time. Yeah. yeah like that those were melted my fucking mind. We rode Goliath and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's times where like I would, 
smoke like because i was living in a, i was living in hotels in sacramento at the time and like i would smoke on my balcony and i would just like lay on the bed until like 2 a.m just like just totally going wild like my mind just was, could not sleep that's that's what i'm saying dude Nor- like legitimately california specifically northern california that's where the real absolute best fucking weed is outdoor grown by people who have been doing it for decades except for homegrown anybody who grows their own that's the best shit yo logan yeah that's a question for you. Is it legal for you to grow your own weed? I believe a household can have up to three plants. You Don't grow some weed, weed man. Oh, goodness. That would definitely get me kicked out of the parents' place. But that would be kind of fun to try on like a little balcony at the girlfriend's condo. Yeah. That wouldn't work. It would have to no. definitely be in the back room with a whole setup. Yeah, but you can get a pretty small setup for not too much if you're only growing one or two plants. Well, we'll see how just the regular plants go. I I bought like a bunch of like tomatoes and shit for the first time ever, and we're going to try and grow those. So if that goes well, then maybe I'll tinker into that. Grow some like hybrid tomato weed plant. I want it like cucumber. Could I get a cucumber that's a hybrid with that? That'd be amazing. (laughs) Tomago. I mean, for anything like that, you're better off just, like, infusing it with your own oil. Oh, no, 100%. You could probably... Oh, my God. Now that you mention that, you know what? You could probably make a fucking killer pickle brine. That oh, dude, you got me excited. <laughs> infuse it with some coconut oil or something that's got, you know, THC, CBD, whatever you want in there. And then, you know... Fucking pickle those coconuts or coconuts, cucumbers. Yeah, pickle the coconuts. That would probably be good too, though. That's the stoner idea. I fucking love pickles. (laughs) But yeah, man, that that would work probably pretty well. Thing is, though, like, do you drink the brine? (laughs) No. Logan? You guys don't drink the pickle juice? No. No. Y'all are missing out. Fucking pickle juice is so good. I just don't do pickles. I I like I'm more like Hannibal Burris. I'll 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 dip my fingers in the pickle juice and then flick it on the sandwich <laughs> to get the flavor of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I I legitimately love it and that's kind of like one of the secret ingredients to like my dill pickle dip I make is I scoop some actual pickle juice or brine as you guys call it is that legit thing? Yeah. Yeah. Pickle yeah. brine. Huh. I was I like can't I, say I thought right. that was the correct term. At you least know you're America. not wrong. Google says you're right. I've just never heard that word in my life. That's why I said, you know, at least in America. <laughs> Fair, fair. I don't know, though. Pickles is always up there. Like, I think a theater popcorn with, like, dill pickle seasoning on it is probably my favorite munchie snack. 
That sounds pretty good. That or ketchup seasoning. The two of those are up there. Ketchup is a little more tangy, which I really like. I wish we had more ketchup chips here in the U.S. Oh, man, it's so good. You can literally go to the store here and just buy Like, is Colonel's a Canadian company, or do you guys have that in the States? I don't Uh, think we have that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of it. Okay, it's just essentially like flavored popcorn in a mall. So it's just like little place that makes all sorts of different things. So they sell just like the individual like flavor packets and whatnot. And ketchup's always out there on the store shelf. So you can just buy a thing of like uh, dry ketchup seasoning. Oh, nice. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, it really is. No, it's underrated. Closest we got is like if you go to fucking Silver Dollar City or maybe Dollywood, they got the tater twist, which is like the spiral cut potato that's flash fried on a stick. And they'll have, they got like dry seasonings there at a bar. Nice. And one of them is ketchup. So like I maxed that shit last time I was there, but that's, that's about, we can't just go to a store and get some fucking ketchup chips. What about all dress chips? Do you guys have those? That does not exist as a, as a concept here in America. So what the fuck does America have? We had, um, yeah, we had, um, what was it? Roundy's brand, which I think was, I don't think it was Jewel. It was, so all I remember is our store chain was called Pick and Save. <laughs> and uh, they sold Roundy's brand. And Roundy's brand had <laughs> dressed up, or there it was like all dressed up chips or something. Okay, that's that would be pretty close then, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it was the same thing. Uh, and then mm-hmm. like ketchup was, I don't know if I ever saw ketchup, but I know I remember seeing the dress chips. Okay. <clears throat> that just sounded yeah. like what you'd see like the grocery chains in like GTA 6 name, like pick and save with roundies chips. <laughs> Did yeah. you have a Piggly Wiggly in your neighborhood, Ben? Yeah. Yeah, we that's a fun those. name. It's still, that, that's kind of a weird brand that almost doesn't feel real because there's only like one in every metro area. Like but that's what I think of when I like when I think of like a Wisconsin grocery store, Piggly Wiggly is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Although Piggly Wiggly was also like a southern thing. Um, really? Let's, yeah. Let's consult Google. I think they had them in Georgia. Piggly Wiggly. So it was founded in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, interesting. Headquarters are in New Hampshire. Uh, I guess we have one in Denver. We There were 90 stores in Denver at one point. There's 499 in total. Who wants to open location number 500? <laughs> Let's see. Interesting. I didn't know it was that big of a chain because I think I'm only aware of them from like being in Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. So they were, it's Midwest and American South. So that makes sense. Are there any in Illinois? Uh, I'm guessing nothing in the uh, Chicago land area, if so. There's, There's a couple that look like they're right on the border with, what is that, Minnesota above it? No, that's Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, there's Zion. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, there's three of them. Yeah, they're like on on the border. I like to think that there's a listener out there who's like a manager at a Piggly Wiggly's who's just losing their shit right now that we're talking about this. <laughs> I sincerely hope there is. So we had a Piggly Wiggly in West Bend, and that was where we would get our energy drinks because they were slightly cheaper there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, yeah, I don't know what it was, but this, the, yeah, that, that Piggly Wiggly had the best energy drink selection because they had, um, and I've tried, I tried all of them. Like there is a energy drink period. There was like, like, remember balls? Yeah. Balls. Energy, it, it, really, was, was, it really wasn't even that good. WLS. Yeah. It wasn't even that good. It was in a glass bottle. Yeah, that was gross looking. I think the whole idea was like, if Red Bull gives you wings, then we'll give you balls. Yeah. You're like, in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> there's That's also like, aggressive. <laughs> there's also Lost Energy Drink, which was, uh, I think it was like the same exact bottling as that, Monster, oh, just slightly branded. So, that sounds so familiar. Like, was it like a graffiti type logo? Yeah. Yep. And then there was Nas. Yeah, that's one I know. Yeah, with the orange, like the little orange cap and the blue bottle. Yep, um, I remember Nas. There was shit. Um, full throttle. Oh yeah, full throttle. Which it's weird. I no don't really remember liking it that much, but I had one recently. And it's actually kind of good, but it's like flat. You know what I'm talking? It's like it has kind of like a flat taste to it, where it's almost like it's been shooken up. It's it's like it's a little syrupy. Yeah, I think is the problem. Yeah, because the flavor is good, but they go a little. It's a little too heavy on it. Yeah. Um, um I remember that one well because that was stocked in the Six Flags vending machines. Oh, that's right. When I was right. working there in entertainment and in rides. So he'd like, you, that was the only one you could buy as an employee. <laughs> he'd be like, fuck, all right. Still have to pay f- fucking $4 or whatever. But <laughs> I think that shit was like almost six. It was like double. It was like a soda would be three fifty, and then the energy drink was like five bucks. Well, the ones for employees were half oh, the price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, still. <laughs> or no, the one backstage for employees, everything was like, you know, three bucks or what, or two bucks or something, you know. Yeah. A little bit cheaper. Still f- fucking terrible, but hey. Um, Yo, a rock star. Remember that one? Yeah. I still drink that one. Yeah, rock star was pretty good. There was, um, there was this one I had recently called Bang. Which had, yeah. uh, I guess, has like the highest caffeine content available. Um, That's blown up on the whole like YouTube influencer ad kind of stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that and that prime stuff are what kids are all over, which is kind of awful that kids are out craving this kind of shit. Gross. I mean, it makes sense. I no, mean, it definitely does. Like the best high I ever had in my life is when I slammed 
two of the of the tall because there was the sizes right there's the standard monster then there was like the king can um i don't think they BFC. call them well there's the bfc but there's one in between there's like the tall boy the one with the twist off lid right yeah 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 a twist it's off like, lid for an energy drink it's like almost like it's not i don't know like one and a half times a regular yeah. monster yeah. Probably. Wonder if- it's probably not legal in your country because it probably shouldn't be legal here. I was going to say, the freaking states are always acting like they're the ones with free health care. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. We, yeah, we have, a, we have a, a fucking restaurant. It's in Las Vegas called the Heart Attack Grill. Oh, I know all about the Heart Attack Grill. <laughs> People laugh and make fun of that place all the time up here. <laughs> So I used to my my tradition though, I would slam two of the tall boys before school. So oh my so, god, so, dude. So I'd go to because I had first hour off I had, I had first hour off. Um so I'd go to the Piggly Wiggly and get two of the <laughs> on my way to school and get two of the tall cans. Um and then I would go and drink one on the way to school, and then I would save the next one and have it like after the first hour, because then gym was my second period. Um, so then I'd like go play like dodgeball and stuff all like amped up off of like two giant energy drinks. You had to have been one of the best people in that gym then. Uh, I, well, the thing is, is like, it was really fun for like the first couple days I did it. And then I started to like get, it, um, that shit, like just like any drug, right? Like you get like a yeah. awesome to it. And then I started crashing really hard and I did that shit also, for a like, while. How much did you hate your heart? Oh, quite a bit. I mean, because I was also like eating probably like we had vending machines in off hour. So I'd eat like multiple bags of chips. Um, I would steal food from the lunch line before I would go to band because we had three different lunch hours. So I had like I would go. You're, you're the- not just like you're shitting me right now, right? No, 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 you're not no, just no, making this-, this up to make fun of the Canadian in the room. No, 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 no. Like. So no joke, like we had three lunch hours and I had banned during the first lunch hour and my lunch hour was in the middle lunch period. Oh, okay. So it's like different groups and go at different times. Yeah. So I'd walk, but I'd walk through the cafeteria and I would go in. So this is what my trick was because we had a salad bar and two lunch lines. So I would go into the lunch, like the main lunch line, grab whatever the entree was so if it was like a hot pocket or pizza or chicken nuggets or a corn dog anything that was easy you could put in your pocket i'd grab like one or two things and then pretend i was just going over the salad bar line and then i would stand in the salad bar line for like 30 seconds and then just like walk out of the lunchroom and then i would like eat this food on my way to band um so i was fat by the way <laughs> I love that you added that in there at the end. <laughs> I'll never forget the story of like what was it, the hundred burgers at White Castle Day? Oh yeah. Which for White Castle's not I think it was more than that. We got like I don't remember. I gotta watch that video again. I was gonna say, on, yeah, pull up the YouTube video. But we made us wait, how many we, people were eating them? Um, probably like seven people, oh, seven God. or eight of us. 
Well, it was funny because I drove down with a group of friends and then Eric and Aaron ended up like driving up and meeting us in Kenosha <laughs> for this. But then we made a tower from the floor to the ceiling of all the boxes. <laughs> you know, like just thinking about White Castle burgers is pretty disgusting. Like, yeah. why is the bun always so soggy, even though it's toasted? Well, because it's toasted on the grill with all the grease from the meat. Oh, God. Now that you said that, I never want to have White Castle again. It's kind of expensive now, too. Like, the the three burger fry drink combo is like $7. They also they also introduced one where it was like, oh, we put lettuce and tomato, and it's like, how dare you? There's <laughs> <laughs> also the chicken rings, because <laughs> that's an appetizing shape for chicken, right? Chicken fries make sense. How how do you like a ring though? Like an onion ring shape? No, it's like a disc. It's like a it's like almost like think of like a mini CD. A mini hole, oh okay. With like a hole in the middle. Yeah, like a little donut, but not that thick. Interesting. Do you remember that video on YouTube? It's like a long time ago, probably like oh seven oh eight, and it was like some guy. I think he was homeless, but he was like talking about White Castle. And he's just kind of like fucked up. And he's just like, I love White Castle, man. You can get burgers and fries and all kinds of shit. And they used to be 10 cent hamburgers, but it was a really, really good hamburger. <laughs> I mean, it was I mean it was really nice. Um no, I can't say I remember that, but that does sound like something we would have watched when we were really high. <laughs> I remember, like, fucking finding weird shit, and then you and I going into, like, the TPR chat and fucking with people and trying to recruit them to the Gap. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We used to fucking have find some weird shit on the internet. Remember fuckingshocking.com? I do. That doesn't sound like one I want to Google and find out. That's the thing, because like part of me is like okay with the fact that um the YouTube like internet's so much more restrictive, but also it's like I don't know. There was a golden there was a golden era of the internet. Yeah, I'm like AWS doesn't fuck with that shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> and everything is on AWS now, so which is interesting because it means the internet is is definitely policed by Jeff Bezos. It is. Ugh, I don't like Bezos. I just don't like billionaires. Billionaires shouldn't exist. Eat the rich. Yeah. 
Tax the rich. I don't know. Drink the blood of the bourgeoisie. Am I right? Holy shit, you are in college, huh? <laughs> a little bit. Sorry, I was down in Moose Jaw and there's... So, anyone who doesn't know anything about Moose Jaw, which will be like all of the audience, is it was Saskatchewan's first city and the biggest city back in the day. So, they have a bunch of like uh, Canadian Air Force training stuff there and blah, 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 blah. So, I was just visiting a bunch of old like uh, Cold War exhibits and whatnot and it was all like so like Tommy Douglas is a communist and all these kind of things. Socialism is bad. And I was got a good kick out of it. So that's just where my head's been at this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, go pro union and uh, fucking dude, uh, Noam Chomsky. <laughs> Yeah, so, holy shit, I didn't realize your Canadian summer was that hot. Yeah, at least in the prairies it is. Uh, other, Well, I shouldn't say that. it's just hot everywhere. So, is that the impetus for drinking in the summertime there? I guess so. I don't know. The whole world of alcohol is still one that I don't really know a ton of because I have steered clear of that. That's good. Not because I like really have anything super against it. Like, go for it if you want to. To me, that stuff's just always been expensive. Mm -hmm. And I haven't ever been exposed to it growing up. So, like, I don't really feel the need to necessarily insert myself into doing it now. Like, I'll go to parties and whatnot, of course, but I'm, I'm happy with my cannabis. No, it is, it is expensive. And, um, I'm realizing very quickly how, uh, pointless it is. It doesn't taste good either. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Anyone talks about taste good, but all of those drinks taste good because of not the alcohol. Yeah. Yep. Correct. I, so uh, like, why bother? Also too, like it's what, what's interesting is that the reason why people generally don't feel like shit after drinking alcohol is because they have a, you build up like a tolerance yeah, and then your body craves it. So you look past the like bad taste and the, and like the headaches and all these different things to get hmm. that fix. Cause I, I don't know. Cause like the last two months I've been trying to drink like six or less a week and um, it was eight in the beginning. Now it's like five or six. So right. down from like a two Borgs to one Borg a day. <laughs> I mean, some weeks is pretty high. Um, Yo, I, I'm now beginning to realize why maybe you don't get the gurgles from mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Only took what? An hour into recording and we got the answer. <laughs> but I don't know. I was always like that, though. But just like now, like now it's weird, though. Like my body is changing because if I have one, I feel it. And I'm like, that was so stupid and pointless. Like, why did I just drink that? Oh, no, um, that's fair. So yeah, I might drinking. like, I might just stop. Like I, I'm reaching this point where like before, like the idea of stopping seemed like such of this, like foreign, difficult, like weird life change. And now it's kind of like, actually like, it's really not that big of a deal. So I'm kind of completely with you on that. And I arrived in a similar place recently. I'm like, there's just not, there's drinking is diminishing returns like severely. 
Yeah. This place is called the thirties. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yep. Well, because if you don't realize that and you keep going, then you end up pissing gray matter when you're in your forties. Mm, yeah. That's not appealing. I mean, Ben, I mean, you probably know somebody like that, right? Oh, I mean, general like a lot of you know people I know pretty well, um, and just kind of like I don't know, just go to any Red Rock show and see what doing that three times a week for ten plus twenty years does to you. Well, also pills really fuck up your kidneys too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just just to throw that out there. And that's pretty much any kind of pills. Yeah. Pretty much like any foreign chemical substance will do that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless they're like, the pills that are designed to not have your kidneys get damaged. Yeah. Even like nicotine though too. Like um, every once in a while, like if a friend has an elf bar before it was like, if someone had one, I would like take a couple drags and I'd be like, Oh my God, like I, I need more. And then I'd end up buying one. And now like, now it's to the point where if I like smell a cigarette or just take a drag off of an elf bar, it's like, I don't even have that urge to keep going. It's like, eh, this is gross. Move on. So are like young people even smoking cigarettes anymore? Or is it all just vapes at this point? Um, I want to know the data on that because right? I still see young people smoke. I don't think yeah, that's ever I- going to change. If anything, I think th- there's probably less people smoking, but there are, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to say there's like more people vaping than there were before, but I don't know. I just feel like that's part of like being a teenager. That's just like one of those things you do. I mean, uh, yeah, that's hard to tell because it's like, I feel like I see or smell people smoking more than I ever see anybody vaping. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see like what happens with the New Zealand approach where they just progressively like ban tobacco and like uh, cigarette sales. So like it's grandfathered in for all the old people who picked up with the habits, but young people just can't get access to that. Like I'm curious to see the outcome of that, of whether or not like there's a black market or whatever, because it's not regulated as much anymore. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of more, drastic policy changes around the world that been definitely keeping an eye on to see how it shakes out. Yeah. And I'm surprised, you know, Philip Morris didn't sue New Zealand out of existence. Can you guys not hear me? No, I can hear you. Sorry. I just had no idea who that was. So I was hoping Ben was going to pick up the slack for me on that one. Uh Oh, Yeah, they're, they're like the they're, they're are they U.S. oriented brands? They're U.S. based, but they okay. are in every country. Okay, they are the makers of Marlboro as their main brand. Uh okay, I know who this is now. And they have been known to sue countries, basically to the point of them not being able to pass laws because of them passing or attempting to pass laws prohibiting. C- cigarettes or tobacco 
Yeah. Remember, so remember in like grade school during dare and stuff, they'd always say like cigarettes have over 1,323 chemicals in them. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? If, but I can't find those, like they're not necessarily additives. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can pull up a list. List of cigarette additives. Dare was just an awful program. Sure was. Although, I gotta say, as the recipient of a D.A.R.E. education, I did get to learn about drugs. Isn't there like an oath or like a pledge that you gotta recite? There probably was. They also wanted you to turn in your neighbors and parents. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wait, was that a thing? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) 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 You know, they'd be like, you know, if you you ever hear these drugs around, you know, you make sure you call the police or you can tell us. Yeah. Yeah. And look at how that worked out. Fucking terrible. I mean, thankfully, it's a little bit past the war on drugs in about half of the states, but it's kind of just shifted a little bit. I'm sorry. Anytime I get involved with you guys, politics comes up and it gets like hella depressing at one point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, are we a hard hitting podcast? If, if you're talking about the bong, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to be some sort of slogan. That's so good. Hey, look, even a broken clock is right twice a day. You're not wrong. Mine is at 420, so. (laughs) Boom, I'm on fire tonight, apparently. A little bit. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. That reminds me of those, um, like, joke. It was like a joke digital clock that was just at 420 at all times. I think you could buy them at like Spencer's or something. That sounds like the exact type of thing that Spencer's still stocks. Let's find out. <laughs> Logan, do you have Spencer's in your mind? We do. We definitely have Spencer's. So that's... They, okay, so yeah, you know, they have them. It's like Okay, there's a bunch of shirts that say, like, eat pussy and, like, <laughs> insert beer here. And, like, yeah. then there's, like, a bunch of hats that are, like, Spongebob, Insane Clown Posse. Then then there's, like, fucking, um, like, weird keychains and knickknacks and incense burners. And then there's fucking sex toys. 
Yeah. And not just like a few, like a whole fucking wall of them. A whole section. When you found the blacklight area, you've gone too far. <laughs> like the entire back half of the one on the mall is that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. And it's always the cheesiest shit, too, because nobody's going to Spencer's to buy fucking vibrator. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, there's definitely like a niche culture out there who are buying those Harry Potter wands. That's I'm definitely just a shuddering. Thing. That's a horrible <laughs> thought to have. I don't kink shame. Go crazy. That's fine. Have I seen Harry Potter? No, that was witchcraft in my small farm town growing up. <laughs> oh shit. It's on the list of things to watch this summer. I just got craved, so I've been slowly hitting off the things on there, and I think I saw Harry Potter on there. So I will see it at some point. I just haven't gone around to it. I feel like Harry Potter, there's like very few people who are like indifferent about it unless they check it out when they're like an adult. So I think you're at just the right time. To be like, you'll either like it or be like, this is stupid as fuck. Alrighty. See, I'm indifferent like, on it because I read it as a kid and I just didn't really get absorbed into it. Well, yeah, if you never really liked it, then yeah. I didn't read it as a kid. I read it when I turned like 21. And apparently that was the right time for me to go, oh, this is the shit. Yeah. Although being high helps. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember I'd get high and I'd read that book and it'd be like, man, what if I could do magic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this and is I, funny. Coaster Bro just uh, shot me a DM. He's because I told him I was recording with you guys tonight. And he's like, that sounds like a fun combo. Try not to be as high as I was for uh, my recording. Oh man, shouts shouts to Coaster Bro, who uh, clearly took a very good edible when we were recording. Yeah, <laughs> or you took another one of those when we were recording one day as well. It was more or less the same thing. Yeah, which like thirty minutes in. He he like he was like I was so high I forgot I wasn't just listening to your podcast. Well, and in his defense, though, because we use Zencaster too, but we have all of our faces up there versus you guys. It's just the voice. So I almost did the exact same thing at one point there when you were talking about something American that had no frame of reference. I'm just not as like up there as he is. That's OK. It's legendary status. I think him being that high is right up there with Ben dropping the mic in the sink. Yep. There were a couple of good moments over the years. I remember that one and like there's I remember spilling a beer. I think there was only one person that's thrown up on the show. Did we have somebody throw up? Oh Did fuck. We? I'll check my notes. If it happened in the first 30 episodes. I know that's happened on the ride this one. Okay, well maybe I'm getting it confused. Which was hilarious, by the way. Um for any of you guys who also listen to Ride This One. You can probably find it in their back catalog. Wait, the throw up and thing sounds been... really familiar. No. Did somebody say it? I thought show? it happened with you guys. Wait, was it Zach? 
No, I thought it was a guest. I could be wrong, though. Did I puke on our show? If I did, I didn't. I'm sure I didn't puke on Mike. No, no, not on Mike. But like, it was one of those where you had to. We had to stop recording, and then we came back, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, shit! I threw up." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds highly possible. I'm not gonna deny that it's potentially happened. These little timestamps from the early episodes are so golden. <laughs> Crop dusting and line etiquette is one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I started. I, 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 of course, I didn't actually finish it, but I started pulling off uh, all the like clips that when you posted that list, I started pulling off clips to make like a little compilation. Oh, was that you making the YouTube videos? Uh no, Zach made all the YouTube videos. This was okay. I, I never posted this anywhere yet, but um, I I would like to hear that. That's going to be a fun episode, and Logan, we'll have to have you on for that one. Yeah, no, I'd definitely be down to help out with that because, like I said, I still got them all on my phone up to episode thirty-six. <laughs> I'm stamps and everything. Fuck, I had too much time back in the day. Pandemic really did things. I was gonna say then, then you had time to do anything else but listen to us for that many hours <laughs> which i commend you for well that was just one of those things it's just because right when you guys started doing the show was right around when ride this one was like a year or so in and that's right when i started college and got into the whole like social media side of things because i'd always been like listening along and following the coastal community but not actively being a part of it because like what the fuck do they have to participate and like you know what i mean contribute to that up here and then i don't know you guys are just latched on to because it just kind of happened at that point in life and stuck with it because all the stuff kind of happened and i don't know it's just one of those like comfort things almost it was weird well that's hey i'm glad you enjoyed it you know it's amazing that the first 30 episodes caught your attention that much. <laughs> a little bit. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I was probably in it just for the beef between you guys and ride this one at the start. Cause they were definitely ones that I listened to from the beginning. And then you guys popped up and there was the whole little back and forth thing, but then quickly y'all were friends. Yeah. Cause they like to give us shit early on. Which is funny. Yeah. I would give them shit now, and I do. Bring your show back, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I I will I will fucking I will lay into them when they drop a new episode. <laughs> and that's just called advertising. Yep. A plug. No, I'll be honest with you. I have uh, been in touch with uh, Slater uh, most times that we have recorded to see if he would be so inclined to make a guest appearance. But he's a he's a busy dude with a busy life going on. So um, yeah. But as a ride this one fan, you know, I'm hoping to see because they they teased it for a bit there. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know who was doing all that, but Glass seemed like he'd uh, been 
he's been pretty active in at least the Coaster Cousy's servers, so I've been having a lot of good chats with him. I gotta join that one. It's pretty poppin', actually. Like, y'all can come over there and join it if you want. It's a lot of just food conversation, weather conversation, and sport conversation. Like, if you guys didn't really like what you've been hearing from me on this episode, then you probably won't find the Discord too appealing, because there's more just everyday life talk than coaster talk but it's a place that exists and that's kind of where i live in this community at this point hey that's where we're at too it's the the coaster thing has gone mainstream so mainstream that it's better to have a niche thing within it Mm-hmm. that's kind of what i found otherwise it just blends into it all like that's my problem with Instagram for the longest time is it's every single roller coaster from every single same angle, yada, 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 just constantly all the same stuff. And there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that stood out other than like those more niche things. Yeah. And honestly, uh, rehashing, you know, fucking top 10 lists and debating about certain stuff really gets old. No, definitely. Like, there's so many people that it seemed like came from that, like, upper middle class background who parents bought them, like, a, you know, $1,000 cannon and just go sit at the park and it'll babysit you while you take pictures kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, take shots at anyone specifically out there because, fuck, I probably can only name, like, maybe 20, 25 people in this community. So, like, do not think I'm coming at anybody here because I probably don't even know who you are. (laughs) No, I mean that's definitely uh, there's definitely a, a good amount out there in that. Yeah, and I mean, look, I'm not gonna fault anybody for doing something they enjoy. Like exactly. if you're doing it because you really enjoy it, then mm-hmm. that's great. But if you're just like trying to establish some brand and channel to make a bunch of money, uh, that's it's like I don't know. That seems like the wrong motive, and I just don't know what other place in this industry there is for that? Like where else in the amusement roller coaster industry, is there a place for that kind of thing that isn't already established and kind of dominating? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's like an oversaturation too. hundred percent. Ben, there's- we were talking last week. What was it? So how many people really like design the rides? It's like uh, three, five dudes design yeah. the layouts for all the rides. It's the same thing with that type of thing. Like, how many people actually make a living making videos about theme parks? I don't know. Two dozen? Like, I don't know. Like, my issue is so many of those people that do have, like, next to no personality or at least likable personality. Like, my issue with it essentially is just I have a hard time relating to all this. And a big part of that comes from where I live, obviously, in the, you know, prairies up here in Canada in the middle of nowhere that has that kind of stuff, but it just seems like such a disconnect from just at least my life or just the majority of the people that I've talked to with it. Also to just imagine all the people, everything is saturated and everything is boring now Hmm. because the only content that's actually out there is um, monetized content or attempted monetized content to where it's like really hard to find shit. That's actually like just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. Is it's like when something's your job, you can't enjoy it in the same way because it's your job. So, like, can you go and enjoy just a day at a theme park when you're like, all right, I got to film this and 
We got to make it look like we're having a good time. And we got to hock these fucking ball razors and, you know. Yeah. And, like, I get it, right? Like, it's the thing that makes people happy. It's, a, it's, it's you know, a form of escapism and a hobby. But I always find it kind of entertaining that in the end of the day, it's just quite literally an inanimate object that's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, discredit it whatsoever, but it's, like, there's only so many angles that you can play, like, a roller coaster that's just sitting there, right? Like, yeah, it runs differently, et cetera, et cetera. But then you get into, like, the world of sports and stuff when it's so, like, interchangeable, all the different variables. Like, there's actually stuff to talk about, it feels like, and not just repeating the same points constantly. Unless you're the freaking angels and cannot fix your pitching issues after a decade. I mean, you're right. At the end of the day, it's ultimately just like literally machines. Yeah. And I mean, there's something to be said about that. I feel like every four year old goes through the phase where they either are really into dinosaurs, space, construction. Trains. Yeah, yeah. That was the other one. Yeah. I was like, I had those phases. I liked, I also like construction equipment. Oh, man, Mighty Machines was one of my favorite shows on TV up here. It was a Canadian <laughs> show that they had where it just explained how all these big machines worked, and it was fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say, if you're Ben, it eventually turns into elevators. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Ever since those episodes, anytime I step foot in an elevator, I'm like, oh, this is a notice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of interesting. I don't know. All right, we're pay- we're posting a challenge to all of our your favorite coaster sucks listeners. Who can rack up the most elevator credits? So what's the elevator credit that we gotta establish the rules? Well, every unique elevator. For consistency's sake, I say every shaft. Down. No. We're on like Tower of Terror rules, where it's like one building, one elevator. Oh, okay. Unless, I guess, okay, technicality of is like it's one of those high rises, right? Where you have to get off halfway up and switch to a different one. I guess that could be two. Okay, then. But, like, dual or, shall I say, racing elevators is just one. In my mind, yes. Ben? Um, You're the expert. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think as long as they're different brands per the same building, they should count. Different brands in the same building? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Hold up. So, is the building the park or is the building the ride? Um, I think, whoa, man, (laughs) sorry, I'm a little high right now. (laughs) I don't know. That's tough. That's, I would say like the building is like the park, I guess. (laughs) So each shaft would be its own ride. Then it'd be its own credit. So that would discredit Zach's point then where each side by side then would be their own. Maybe they have to be different brands or different floor heights. Like if, like like when also you like, a, like when you walk a into cer- a lobby and there's four elevators side by side, that doesn't count. But but the service elevator, like the freight elevator in the back, would be. Yeah, like a freight elevator was is okay. different. Yeah, 
Unless okay, you, yeah, unless I'm gonna agree. A freight elevator is always its own credit. <laughs> Although, <laughs> is that just like comparing Mantis and Ruguru with like different trains on the? No, I don't think so because a freight elevator will always access every floor, even one that some, even the floors that some won't even access. Yeah, that's true. Like freight elevator is going to go to the basement always. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas none of the public facing elevators are going to do that. So that's why I'm saying freight elevators, its own credit, but I agree. Like, yeah, if there's like four elevators, that's, that's just one. But if they, if like one of them goes to floors, you know, two through 15 and the next one goes to 16 through 30 or what, you know, then so on and so forth. Like that, that's individual ones, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm just going to take it then escalators would not be a credit. Get the fuck out of here with your escalators. (laughs) (laughs) That's like flat rides, man. We're on a whole different plane. I'm just picturing like an escalator boy sitting in the cart in the target elevator going up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Riding the cart in a, in a cart escalator is a credit. (laughs) Get out of here. That's the one I want pictures of. (laughs) An escalator cannot break and only become stairs. I don't think that's true about the cart escalator. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one can break. What about like a crane? If I hop on like the hook of a crane and I go up, can that be an elevator? Um, I guess it has to have a shaft. Mm. Okay, so it needs a shaft. Yeah, if there's a sh- if there's an actual like shaft that you're going up, here's here's what I'm thinking, right? The ultimate credit, the elevator that goes up Top Till Dragster or King Daka. Oh shit! Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I wonder if they're gonna. Yeah. So going back to dragster rumors, or going into dragster rumors, do you think they're gonna add a drop tower? No, nah, I don't think so. If they do, it'd be something that hasn't been seen before because no one ever talks about them. Lex Luthor or Zumanjaro is that a thing? Yeah. Yep. But I think that type of ride would work at Cedar Point. More yeah, so. but I don't think they would take out Power Tower. Well, I don't think they would take it out. Um, they'd probably keep both. What about just like an observation tower? Yeah. like Where, uh, where it like takes you up, but it don't drop you? Yeah, like a RCT2 elevator kind of ride. So that would be a credit. That would be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like the elevator that's for like, you know, the oil derrick at Six Flags Over Texas or the Eiffel Tower at Kings Island and Kings Dominion, that's definitely a credit. So I have the Sky Tower credit at Magic Mountain then is what I'm hearing. Correct. Suck on that, coaster nerds. I wish I could ride that ride. Dude, that thing was actually pretty sick up top. Yeah, it's at the top of the mountain. Yeah, they had like test seats up there. And the best part was is you were directly eye to eye with the top of Superman. 
like it's been forever since I've been back in the States, but the last time I was was 2012. And that was probably, I'd argue, one of the best years to be at that park. Because I was there three days after they opened up uh, Lex Luthor. So after them years of Superman just sitting there, they had him cranked up to full blast where they were dueling all the way top to the red zone while simultaneously dropping the drop towers on the sides. So you'd ride up there on the drop tower and you'd get all the way up and all of a sudden it would shoot it and you swayed up to like literally two feet side to side when that thing went up with all of its weight. Yeah. Uh, no, it looks pretty sweet. I'm, I'm wondering how long it lasted because it seemed like it, they only did that for like a month. Not even. Oh, I doubt it. I just happened to hit the sweet spot because I remember it so clearly. I was sitting at a hotel across from Knott's waiting to go there for the day. And I'm on the local news and all of a sudden Six Flags is doing a press like announcement and all this stuff, like their grand unveiling or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of things I can say that I've done pretty unique in the community, but that's been one of the few things that I've been able to have the pleasure and the fortunate to be able to do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Lex Luthor's scary as hell. Yeah, we talked about it before, but I forgot about that like bounce drop pre-drop thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does like the tiny little drop. And then I feel like there's a there's a voice and it's almost like it's like ha ha fooled you or some shit. Yeah. No, it's something along the lines of, like this is the highest point you'll ever be in your insignificant life or something and then just drops you. I don't know. But you remember there's like a fake out drop, right? I don't remember that part, no. But that could be a thing, right? Like it's been over a decade since I've done it. All these memories are just like the tiny things that I've picked up on it. Yeah, it's not even like a fake out drop. It's more like the, I don't know, it's, it feels like it drops like an inch. Like a gradual release, almost. No, it's it's sudden. It, it all, the best way to describe it is like um, it almost feels like if like you got slammed on, almost like something hit the seat. It's just like the tiniest little like click. It's like actually, it's literally. Oh, you right? Because of the way it unhooks, it does that like violent little shake almost. That must be it. Yeah, it's because I was gonna say it's almost like the catch carb kind of bounces a bit or something yeah no that's definitely the best way to describe it i think because yeah it's kinda, like just a tiny little but it's enough to be like a fake out where you're like oh fuck i kind of remember the same thing on first gen freefall rides where there's um where like you roll up the elevator huh, elevator and then you roll forward <laughs> And then you hear or feel something like release, and then it drops like two seconds after it. Okay. That probably had to do with it. Yeah, I, th- I think you, if I'm remembering correctly, like getting into the position correctly. Yeah. Because it was really clunky. Because mm-hmm. it'd be like chunk, 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 and then you would drop. Yeah, I mean, it was probably the literal car, like. Falling into the little tracks. Like the groove, the slot almost. Still blows my mind that they had one of those in the freaking mall up here. Yeah, that'd have been pretty cool indoors. 
Because did it had, did it drop into the like into the did it go like basically underground on the when it dropped or was it all above ground? So you know how at the like park there, how they had like the uh, little go kart track on the bottom level there, or like where Mindbender's base is, the station. Yeah, that's the distance down that it would drop. Like I don't know, did you go on that dark ride that they have there when you were at the park? Yeah, and that was basically in the station of the. That is yeah. where that run out area would have been, correct? Okay. Yeah, so they built a dark ride down there. And then the, where that solar flare was that you went on was where the like Intamin, like Jetstar, whatever the fuck the looping pirate ship ride's called. Oh, right, yeah. Like that place was actually pretty cool when it opened back in the heyday, but then, uh, you know, Schwarzkopf decided to do a thing. Well, I remember too seeing a video where I want to say it wasn't. I mean, the first gen freefall was open the same time as Mindbender, though, right? Yeah, the first yeah. gen freefall I believe was there until like ninety nine to oh one somewhere in there. Okay. And then there and was, then was um, and then there was. A, I also saw a video where there's like a zipper. Yeah, they had a my- zipper where the new, uh, well, I shouldn't say new, but where the current uh, fun house slash uh, haunted house is. Okay. Yo, a zipper indoors sounds fucking insane. Yeah. Like, borderline bad idea. Oh, man. Zippers are always such a fun time, but like an awful time. Like, I'll never forget the day. I was at the freaking carnival with my uncle. He's a, like, I am, I'm six one myself. He's a six five, like 250, uh, native dude, just pure muscle. So the two of us cramped into this tiny little zipper car. We get up about to go and this dummy left his uh, pockets unzipped and there's just all the change in there. And now for you Americans, y'all got like dollar bills, but we don't, we have massive coins for a dollar and two dollars. And he had at least a dozen of these in his pocket. So it starts to go and it's like inside of a washing machine. If you left loose change is what it felt like in there. So we're just all getting like clanked around and hit with it. And then my aunt sends a video and it's just like flying everywhere. You see these little sparkling things flying down. It's hilarious. Painful. Did you get pelted with any? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I came off that thing with welts. Jesus. Yeah. I got hit with a chapstick from one of those uh, like booster rides. I don't know what they're actually called. It's like the big arm where it has the seats on top and the bottom and does like the big loop in motion. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you see them at like uh, boardwalks or seaside parks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I had a chapstick at like peak swing at the bottom of like the pendulum. Just bam, bolt me in the elbow. And I'm like, dang, I understand why they don't let phones and crap on rides. Yeah, that shit will fuck you up, man. Oh, 100%. So one thing about zippers, I don't know if this is like a if this is if this was like a bulletin or like a change by the manufacturer. But um, zippers now only run one direction and they only load one side of the seats like one direction of the seats really i didn't notice that and so i noticed it in a couple of random youtube videos and then i've seen this now at two different fairs Actually, like the last two years that. it's really weird 
Because I went to a couple fairs last year. Now that you mentioned that, they had one with the new seats because it actually felt like a coaster seat almost with like a seatbelt and stuff. Yeah. And that one was a lot more tame than the other one where it was like the lap bar type thing. But I never picked up on the direction. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it's just if it's if people have just been getting like bloody noses or something or I don't know. Or it was the sketchiest goddamn ride ever built. Yeah. It's freaking rite of passage, though. Those things were so much fun. Did any amusement parks ever operate zippers? Um, I don't think they can insure those things. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of major parks having one. Um, it would be interesting if they could come up with like a park model, though, like a more robust version of something. I mean, Top Spin kind of is a similar ish thing. Oh yeah. That's that one. Sorry. Anytime I hear like a name for a ride, I have to like go back to RCDB, not RCDB, RCT, like roller coaster tycoon on my head and try and like pick it out. I'm like, oh, okay, it's that ride. Actually yeah. with the, with the coin, actually before I forget the coin story, it reminds me of a, this time I was at Silverwood and I was in line for Aftershock and there's this guy in front of us and it was some Canadian family and he was wearing like super baggy basketball shorts and they Literally were what I'm wearing right now, <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was commenting about like how all the change in his pocket and they were easily like one in $2 coins. It was probably like, yeah, loonies and toonies. It was just a whole bunch of change and like, they ended up being on the same train as us, and we went up the second spike, and all of a sudden it just started raining like coins, like heavy ass <laughs> fucking coins. Yeah, now picture that inside a fucking washing machine, and that was my zipper experience. <laughs> uh. Yo, those top spins where the one arm rotates inward and outward, those look kind of cool. Another ride Galaxy Land had. Yeah. I always wish I could have tried one of those. They look cool. They're cool, but they're also like the ride has the program is tame. It's kind of like it'll do a couple flips and then it unlocks and goes into the diagonal mode, but it doesn't really like do much. You just kind of just you just feel like you're tilting side to side. Still seems kind of fun. Or like the uh, that one fair ride where instead of like a flipping motion, you go up in a circle, but laterally. It's like a magic carpet type deal. Oh, like you face forward and backward. Yeah, like the one where that uh, one in Michigan almost tipped over before a bunch of people hopped on it. Oh, yeah. Or is that the same ride that that woman at Knobles was all like getting up in the grease with and whatnot? Yeah, that's yeah, same similar ride. So yeah. um, I think I I don't remember if I got banned or not. It was a long time ago. I know I was downvoted pretty heavily. Um, that whenever someone posted that video of the that ride like rocking back and forth, I replied in all caps. Now do the Harlem Shake. <laughs> 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 
And yeah, it got like so many downvotes. <laughs> further proof that Coaster Boys don't have a sense of humor. That's for hilarious. <laughs> Damn. Yo, I just, uh, I don't know. Should we go into the news? Hey, if you want, we could. Tundra Twister tested. Oh, dude, I actually get a chance to go on that this summer, and I am very excited. That looks wild. It, Wait, it, what, Ryan? The Tundra Twister at Canada's Wonderland. What the fuck is it? Okay, so it's like a pendulum. Think pendulum, right? That inverts. Now, the seats also invert, but it also twists the seats. What? I got to look it up on YouTube. So it looks it equally looks really cool, but also it's a total Cedar Fair program. The video that What does that mean? It's just it's really slow. They like cause someone posted a video today of the official program and it's like a third of the speed is what they originally advertised. So it, it I feel like it rocks but that's what I would enjoy more though. Oh right, like when it's run slower? I think so, because like I don't know. I just also am not big on like the super fast and whippy ones, but Every now and then you'll get on a ride at a fair that just feels like it won't stop. And it's like, oh, my God, I've been doing loops on this super loop for five minutes here. I think the I think what people are commenting is that it's it's not going to go fast enough for the seats to do like a full flip. Where they kind of they really just sort of they kind of stay like level and they more swing back and forth instead of like truly flipping. So are the seat flips then like not uh, motorized? Like that's just a free spin? I uh, I think it's a free spin. Yeah. Okay, so it that's kind of like what a they... free spin. Yeah, and they don't like this video. It's like they're not. It's it's like they're doing like non-inverting loops, basically. So my question then would be. To what extent is that it just like soft opening and then working out the kink slash not wanting it to break down all the time? I mean, I guess it's more so just Cedar Fair's history with flat rides. Okay, that's fair then. Like every flat ride they've ever opened has been pretty weak. Um, <coughs> like they have a that uh, they have a top scan there, and it's like really weak. This is giving me hope to do all the flat rides then, because normally I can't do flats. But if they're all slow and not super long cycles, I might be able to try all these out. I remember riding the jump too, thinking it looked awesome, and then it didn't like nothing. Like it didn't do nothing, but it like felt like nothing. Yeah, like it's almost so many flat rides seem like they're more like visually impressive than the ride experience actually gives you. Yeah. With the, like, but, that's, almost, but that's like a U.S. thing. Um, like any permanent park in the U.S. flat like has really weak flats. And I don't know if it's just maintenance or just like intensity or whatever. But um, with the exception of like the rides at Great America, the flats at Great America are pretty good in comparison to others, especially um, like we have Fiddler's Fling. Which is a uh, Schwarzkopf, 
it's basically i think it's like a calypso i don't know what the like the stock name of it is i don't remember the model name but that one runs full speed and most parks run it at half speed and you can squeeze three people in there yeah oh so it's like a scrambler but not a scrambler close yeah it's like a high speed um, high speed one yeah, it's like, it's more like a, like a tilt-a-whirl, but the cars aren't like that. It's it's like if you took a tilt-a-whirl and, and then put three cars off of that center axis of a tilt-a-whirl car. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the video here. This is interesting. Yeah. For trying to explain like flat rides while like high and or drunk on audio only is a freaking pain. It really is. But you know, hey, we do our best because we're experts. This is why like the majority of people at parks just call things, oh, that's the blue one or that's the green one. Yeah. Well, I remember that from being a ride operator that the 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 uh, collection of cars is called a sweep. So like if there's an arm with a bunch of cars, that's one sweep. I need like a flat rides one oh one course. Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you need to teach a master class, buddy. On flat rides. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a pretty cool game uh, called Indoor Lands where you can make your own flat rides. And it actually like oh. it looks pretty cool. I do remember this one. And then like some guy was doing like a commentary video on it and he basically made a ride that had like 36 arms that were just connected to the other like connected together. Like, think that viral Facebook video of, like, the uh, chair swing that was, like, a globe. But, like, it's an actual game that you can do all that kind of stuff. Remember No Limits Fairground? Yeah. Is that still available? Um, I don't think so, because there's only, like, five rides. I don't know. I forget the name of it, but there's this one simulator game where you could buy flat rides and it would boot up an actual panel. So then you could press the buttons and operate said ride on like your tablet at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did we lose Zach or am I just boring? No, no. I think I found. Oh, okay. You're, you're searching no out. limits fairground in no limits two, basically. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. Huh. So that's at least there's the answer to that. It's got like the afterburner. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and there's the old uh, Frisbee with the separate seats that face inwards. Separate seats that face inwards. Like a claw? Yeah. It's like a, a, a Frisbee ride, but okay. it's a row of four seats, and then they're spaced out, and they all face inwards. Okay, I think Knott's has one like that that I've been on. Yes, yeah. Because, like, No Limits, basically, they made a flat ride version, but it only, like Ben was saying, it only had six rides or something. Yeah. That's what I always like so much about, like, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, how they had all the basic rides, but they themed them to different things. So they had one of those that was, like, TNT. Like, I wish you saw more parks out there do that kind of theming with their flat rides. Please, parks don't have the money for even that. (laughs) They don't want to pay for that shit. Like Wonderland's got a few. Like there's that lumberjack one where they put an axe on top of the cars and it looks like it's flying around. I feel like I feel like probably in some of those cases, it's like shit that they offer at IAPA and they're like, well, it's gonna cost an extra twenty K and the and the park's like, no. Hmm. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, they go with the See, literal cheapest offer, option. Right, yeah. We offer it with the train that has the dragon head on there. And the park's like, that's fucking awesome. How much is it? And they're like, that's 15K. And they're like, ah, oh, nah. <laughs> Just get some like intern to spray paint on a lead car instead. <clears throat> You're like, hey, is there any way you can knock 20K off the price? <laughs> They're like, we can make it like, you know, 200 feet shorter. <laughs> we'll just use half the bolts on the brake run. Yeah, but you'll need to operate it with a PLC. <laughs> <laughs> Six Flags is like, we'll take it. So if we can just scrap off 20K on the annual maintenance, then we can get the lead car. <laughs> Yeah, but what about a second train? (laughs) (laughs) But Dragonhead, guys. There's no way we can do the Dragonhead for less than 20k. (laughs) Drive a hard bargain. And then, of course, there's Golden Horse, who are like, we'll do the same job for 50 bucks. (laughs) We'll give you 20K. That's literally what Costco did with one of the Chinese phones for me. So like, here, take $200 to sign up and use this phone. Nice. And being in, you know, first year of uni like I was, I'm like, okay, (laughs) sweet. $250 in Costco gift cards. You're like, hey, aren't these those phones that explode? They're like $300. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought there was Spire five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, remember that? It was like the Note two. Who they were? That was the Samsung, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They were like exploding like, on planes. Yeah, it's like here, just sign this, take the money, <laughs> <laughs> and the phone. Get it the fuck out of here. Is yeah, and remember when vapes were exploding? Yeah. That sounds terrifying. They were usually uh, the batteries from China, though. 
i.e. the ones that I used to buy and use. Well, that's because, like, the wattages were way higher. People crank that shit up. Yeah. Was well, also the char- <laughs> the chargers. They were um, <laughs> God. I remember this now. They were unprotected chargers, meaning that it didn't stop once. So when the battery was charged and it didn't stop, it would just keep charging it. Uh, okay. So it had a constant current, and uh, people apparently, if you left it in after like, you know, if you forgot it was plugged in after six seven hours, it could potentially melt down or start on fire yeah i remember seeing a lot of videos of that where it was like somebody had a vape and then it fucking just like exploded yeah because yeah if you overcharge it and then you crank it up to like you know a hundred watts that's gonna fuck it up you know i'm saying like now you keep going sorry Sorry, it's like the ones that Ben had back in the day. That thing went to like 10 watts. Yeah. Okay. That whole scenario just sounds like that episode in The Office where Andy's like, all right, we have a printer that's plugged in, and I'm just going to keep feeding through reams of paper until this thing blows up. How many hours of charging till my vape explodes? The fire is shooting at us. <laughs> <laughs> Different episode, but yes. Yeah, I know. Say, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like, all right, we're on hour four of charging my new Joy 510. <laughs> this is like one of those shitty clickbait YouTube videos. Well, the worst was like I saw a video where somebody like hit their vape, put it in their pocket, and then it exploded. Oh damn! Is that like a like lose a leg type situation there? Probably just burn. Probably burns. I was gonna, I was gonna say probably gonna lose some of your ball hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which won't be fun. Can you imagine getting like a weird burn pattern in your pubes? (laughs) (coughs) That would not be pleasant. What, uh, I mean, you could try to get some sympathy ass from it, you know. No, I mean, check out my pubes. They totally... My whole crotch got burned up. My scrotum is scarred. Please give me head. That's right. The only way it's ever going to feel better is if you suck it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What are we doing? (laughs) Especially because it's like both vaping and talking about dick sucking. Yeah, I don't know. It's in line with like the t-shirts that say eat pussy. Yeah, this is the Spencer Gifts of episodes. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> Am I back? I totally just missed all that. What did I do? <laughs> 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 I 
someone unplugged my Ethernet cord and I just went down for a sec. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. Oh, there's my incentive to listen to this episode. There it is. <laughs> I'm just saying this 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 one has gone in a very unanticipated direction. That's what you get when we, you have me on things. Like I don't know how I have a freaking coaster podcast that I do. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're very unique. You're a unique character. And I think that's why I just have found my lane in this community. Like, I don't try and, like, force anything. I just very much speak it as it is for me. And that's not, uh, you know, very typical viewpoint that's out there. So I guess that's the joy of listening to me talk on the airwaves. I don't know. Let's get let's get a Prairie Coaster, Coasting shirt available in Spencer's Gifts. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that was a thing for a second there. It's been a while. Coaster Cuzzies one. I mean, I mean, we could have I ever. So, okay. So Coaster Cuzzies, we've always had this like in our discord when we made it, we had a channel that was strictly for scramblers that was titled only scramblers. So me being me went into Photoshop and Photoshopped a logo that literally says only scramblers, but like with the only fans font and everything. So how about we put that in Spencer's gifts? You should just sell that one right now. I'll have to ask Coaster Bro, because he's the one that normally does that kind of stuff. So y'all go bug him about that. Yeah, I'd I'm nearly the artist. I'd buy that one. Same. Well, cool. We'll see what we can do about that then. So I was thinking, like, there definitely would be money to be made in having, like, an amusement park-related OnlyFans. Did I? Oh. So, yeah, there is. Um, I don't know if it's legal, but um, there's one. It's not. <laughs> Did you see that video? Zach, you know the video I sent you about the girl in the airport? Ugh, yes. Like, imagine that, but in front of, like, Fury 325 or something. Yo, I also gotta mention, that's the worst way to drink a milkshake. Oh, my brain's doing visualization. Wait, what? (laughs) That's the worst way to drink a milkshake. I'm confused now, and I don't want to think about it. I think just a little bit about it, Ben. That video of that woman in the airport. Cleaning her uh, plug. With a milkshake? Yeah, it's the worst way to drink a milkshake. Because you take the plug out and put it in your Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) If, If you guys listening along hadn't followed that joke i'm hope i ruined it thoroughly for <laughs> you as well or maybe i just fucked it up so bad in telling it i'm honestly pretty fucking high so 
But anyway, 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 there's a video. There's a video of a woman who pops out a butt plug in the middle of an airport, and then licks it, and and then pops it back in. And she does this thing. It's like a bit she does in like really public places. So. I'm just imagining like as a video on there or like on OnlyFans, yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me too much. There's some interesting stuff out there. Remember that one that was in Bush Gardens, Tampa? Um, wait, wait, wait. I hate that I know that. Why does it <laughs> ring that rings a bell, but I don't know what the log flume and then the sky ride. Yep. Oh. It's like the lesbian one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wonder so, if that got taken down with the purge. I'm pretty sure that's uh that's the the well the proof is in the pudding, forgive the pun, but that's the <laughs> I liked rice pudding. Now I don't. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, anyway, that's the proof that uh, it, it, it there's a market for it. Yeah. How about how about Ben? What about Six Fags Magic Mountain Mount him? Oh yeah, that was an interesting moment in the cabin when like that was really weird. <laughs> Oh, something happened in a cabin that I was not in. <laughs> it was our meetup uh, this past November. <clears throat> okay. I've heard like little bits and pieces of things that are just to not be talked about again. No, so no, it's fair. not that. It's just I don't think we've brought this one up on the podcast. But yeah, I forget if it was Slater or somebody else brought a DVD copy of Six Fags Magic Mount Him. Which Interesting. Inevitably ended up in the DVD player. And that one I don't know who to blame for. But it was also <laughs> like one of our buddies had like brought their daughter. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I mean he he was they were fine because he knew what to expect. He's better friends with the RTO guys. So, but at the same time, just like having a porno playing was still kind of weird. <laughs> I assumed it so was. So, is this something that we can expect in the meetup that you guys are having in what, like a week or two here? No. No. I feel like this meetup is going to be pretty just nerdy. It's going to be a good time. We're doing our live podcast recording. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think anyone from uh, RTO is going to be involved in this one. So the likelihood of porn coming up is very low. Yeah. So, I mean, the likelihood of weed and a couple beers, very high. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) Likelihood of a, a lot of laughter at a live podcast recording, also very high. 
That's still so cool that he was able to throw together an actual movie poster that had your guys' logo on it, too. Like, Man, that, that is so fucking sick. You get to keep that after? I hope so. I'm sure so you'd I'm gonna, be able to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hopefully get to buy that one or something. Cause that's just too like the because I saw you post that originally and I was like oh okay cool that makes sense and then I saw your logos on there too and I'm like oh snap that's pretty cool yeah yeah that is the fucking shit it's exciting as hell mm-hmm I mean I, I I'm a little terrified at the prospect that people might end up in the audience that have never listened to our show. Right. You better hope that there's no like random people like Logan in Illinois who have no life and just decide to stick around after it. (laughs) It's just, it's terrifying because I don't, I don't think we get new listeners, you know, I, I don't get this feeling that like, Every episode we drop, it's somebody's first time hearing this show. Yeah. Every couple episodes, maybe. Th- I feel like anytime you bring in a bigger name guest that people know from other little niche corners of the community, maybe you sneak one off kind of idea. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of how you guys built up your audience to begin with. Yeah. And now we just like our little community and we've become very insular. <laughs> Which is honestly probably the way to go. Yeah, well, everybody in our community is cool. Yeah. Because, you know, you start to get to that point where, like, we always talked about this with, like, discords, where it's cool to have more people come in, but you don't want to lose that, like, little community, almost tight-knit group idea. But also not be exclusionary, you know what I mean? Like, there's an interesting line and balance there. Yeah, right. There definitely is because it's, like, trying to make something like this community focused and not be parasocial relationships. It by nature means that it's a non scalable thing. Mm -hmm. Cause you look at like, you were talking about these bigger discords and it's like, eh, the only way to really feel like you're participating in a community is to like be there all the time and contribute all the time. Yeah. Whereas, like, that's such a high bar of entry just to be, like, a part of something. Well, and, like, I think that's where the appeal for your guys' Discord especially comes in versus some other coaster discords I'm in. You guys have a good ratio of channels for people to just pop in. So you might have people more active in these topics or these topics. But within all of that, you still have those tight-knit groups. Yeah, man, and the most important part is just, like, there's no assholes. Yeah, not anymore, at least. No, no. I mean, I, I nobody was ever being openly an asshole in our group, but mm-hmm. still. Anyway, what, I, what that means, what I mean to say is that, uh, you know, yeah, everybody's cool. It's a cool space. And that's, uh, you know, in, in no small part through your own support of the show. 
Yo. Yeah, man, the long, the long third member. The what? Oh, the 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 third member. No, okay. The third member. I was saying Logan. Oh, did we did we lose him? I'm the third yeah. member. Yeah, in a way, man. I was gonna say. We we didn't reach our ability to you know have any kind of community without your oh okay I'm tracking it now I sorry like communist college brain I was like the collective we the third member there for a second that makes sense well I I appreciate the compliment and I'm very happy I could be a part of the journey along for the ride here yeah man right isn't it like because you don't know who's gonna I. Uh, find your shit when you put shit out on the internet, you know? Hmm. Well, thinking back to that first time you guys did a Zoom, like, who was even all in that? It was you two. Us and uh, three of us, and I think Ryan. Oh, yeah. Ryan and wasn't, was Brandon in there? I don't know if he was there on that first one. I think the very first one might have just been the four of us. Okay. Yeah. That was like one of those moments where you could tell you guys really took a risk with it and it definitely paid off. Well, you didn't know how the fuck it was going to turn out. Yeah. Well, like we just set up a Patreon for the cuzzies. Now I'm going to be honest. I didn't put just like $1, like come join a Zoom call because I'm slightly terrified of that prospect of having to like facilitate the conversation and just see what's all out there. It's not that bad because the people that are showing up and even if they pay a buck, they they're they're on board with you enough to pay a buck. Fair enough. So one thing I'm remembering in the verse, the like the first Zoom call was, wasn't it getting like spammed? Oh right, because we. Had- oh yeah, we <laughs> didn't. It wasn't on a pay paywall. Right. It was just through Twitter. Yeah, it was like, here's the link. And then a bunch of like kids showed up speaking Spanish only. Yeah. (laughs) With the space station as the background. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, yeah. but also I think I want to say like Jonathan and Brandon were there, too. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, I don't think think it was just the four of us. I do remember Jonathan popping in at least at some point. Yeah, I feel like. I'm thinking of the very first one when we made it like a Patreon thing. I know Scott was there pretty early on. At least I think that was his name. Yeah, Scott and Brandon and Mikey Mayo. Yep. And uh, Slater came through quite a few times. I know Dan hopped on pretty early on, too. Oh, that's yeah, how yeah, him yeah, and I became right. friends. Yeah, that's right. I'll never forget that. Like one of the first five times Brandon and Ryan literally met up each other at Cedar Point on the Zoom call. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, like in the smoking section. Yeah, man. And shouts to Ryan, dude. Hope you're doing well, man. Um, and to Brandon too. While we're giving shouts, shouts to everybody. 
And I mean, I get it. People fall off the train. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Come on the ride when you can. That's the thing is like, it's the big, the big open secret, man. Even if you're not, uh, if you got to jump off the Patreon train, you can still participate in the calls. That's like a, and that's, that was, that was because there's not an easy way to change that in discord. (laughs) But then I realized, eh, the people who have signed up even for a month at a buck, if you're in, you're cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Should we do the podcasty thing where we actually go through the rest of the rundown here? Sure. Like, I don't want to, like, take over and run the show. This is your guys' show. I'm guesting, and it feels fantastic to be on this side of a Zoom, I mean, a Zencaster call. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Ben, you go ahead and take the first one because that's a hometown story. Yeah, the Zyklon is. Uh, wait, does it say it's going to open? It said it may open, so they're still being careful about may open. Okay, qualifying it. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, test. So I want to see what RCDB says. Since 2018. This is fantastic on the ground reporting. Yeah, I was on the I was on the highway. So it says okay, so it says it's been what does it say? Since 2018? SBNO since 2018, 2019. I could <clears throat> I could have sworn it was there before that, but I could be wrong. Anyway, it's been like at least five years. Like you see it every fucking day when you drive past it. And for the first time ever, I saw a car like on the lift hill. So, yeah. And here's that exclusive audio you recorded. Oh, shit. It's testing. (laughs) (laughs) Ben. Phenomenal work, man. For a split second, I was like, was that real? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I was like, I was thinking I have to do some sort of joke like that after we were talking about how hard it is to describe flat rides. (laughs) And how, like, in an audio-only format, talking about, like, oh, shit, a ride's testing. like oh yeah it's it. oh shit it's testing <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious if uh i'm curious oh yeah i think this is the same one that um they have at wonderland in amarillo zyklon z64 there are 10 total Dude, you're gonna get a credit yeah as long as it's not relocated from anywhere but it doesn't have a shaft. <laughs> True. Okay, so coaster credit. Uh, yeah, it's the same one at Wonderland. Okay, so it's got three cars. 
Hold on, how do you check to make sure that it's not the relocated? It would say on our CDB. Oh, wait, right. Okay. Funplex, Saginaw County Fair, Celebration City, and Hamels Park. I don't know why this whole time I was thinking this was Elich. Lakeside makes so much more sense now. Yo, oh, yeah. It literally says Lakeside in the rundown. My bad, y'all. Although, what are you high? I mean, if Elich opened one, though, it wouldn't surprise me. Aren't they going to add lights to Twister? Yep, and some sound effects. And they, they, Dude, this has got to be the most exciting year for Colorado enthusiasts. Because what? That... The, the one at Glenwood Caverns opened. Yep. Or was that last year? Well, that was last year, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, well. But still, I mean, this is the most coaster action that's happened back-to-back in a long time. Yeah, and I guess, you know, even, even in Colorado, take what you can get. So what's interesting, though, is that the one at Wonderland runs with three cars, and I guess this one only runs with one car. So it's not going to have that last car airtime on the drops. I'm surprised a Zyklon can make it through the entire layout with one car. Yeah. I mean... Oh, God, remember that one at... um, Fun spot with the over the shoulder restraints. Oh, <laughs> yeah, pass. So, uh, Silver Dollar City's train derailed again. Oh, shit. I love making jokes about this because it's just one of my favorite things that keeps happening. This is number two. Three, two. Well, it had that major one last year. Yeah. And apparently that was because of the rails had some fault. This one, it's like they've been cleared to operate it again because it was a single axle and wheel. Okay. And nobody got hurt. So I'm with Logan. It's definitely worth making fun of. No, anytime something happens where people don't get seriously hurt, it's hilarious to make fun of. Yeah, I mean, one of the funniest videos of a ride accident is that one at Mount Olympus when the cable snap or the bungee snap on that slingshot. Chunk of concrete just comes flying out. (laughs) And the two people that were on the ride were like smiling. Yeah, they were completely unfazed. Yeah. I also like the one uh, water slide. I don't know if you guys have seen it where it goes like up a hill and it gets, it's meant to get like the tiniest bit of airtime on the two seater tube, but they send down like these two big guys and it gets a lot of airtime and they almost fly out of the slide. Yo, I saw a video of a stand up water slide the other day. Yep. That looked insane. Well, like lifeguard brain Logan's like, I'm waiting for the day where someone who's a little too big to be doing those activities tries to go down, slips and gets themselves wedged into it because it's on like a slight 
things on the side. And I was just trying to think, I'm like, how would you even get someone out of there? Like, that'd be one of the most awkward things to do. Cause I've had to get someone unstuck from a slide before and it's not a fun time. I thought for sure you were going to say lifeguard brain Logan. Any slide, any, any slide is a stand up slide. If you try hard enough, you're not wrong. I'll just turn the, I'll turn the other way. Ben, have you seen these stand up water slides? I saw one in Germany. Was it so the stand up one was that like in Germany or was that the old one yeah. that was in uh, the old one that was in like Nevada? No, it was the one in Germany because there was like some German dudes <clears throat> doing it. The video I saw. It looked crazy. It had a place you put your hands for balance on the sides and shit. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys ever see that old, uh, like, the Golden Age YouTube video where the dude tries to ride, like, a plastic lawn chair down a hotel water slide? Um, no. No. Okay, well, there's the link. It's literally 15 seconds, so it might be worth a watch. I'd say it's worth a watch. It goes about as good as you'd expect. Can't say no to that. Oh, God. (laughs) Swag. I'm like, that dude broke his rib. (laughs) (laughs) Snap the chair. (laughs) Was that a Canadian dude? I have no idea. He looked more like Scandinavian, but maybe. Well, I was just going to say that's a free healthcare idea. <laughs> oh God. You're not wrong. That's also like a Canadian drunk idea. Also not wrong. <laughs> just something about like indoor water park. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not trying to pin things on Canada that aren't deserving, but <laughs> blame Canada. Four people injured at American Dream Mall. Oh, that's not a rundown. Do, that's not do good. Tell? Oh, whoa, 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 shit! Hold on. A decorative thing fell on. Um. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. After four people were hurt when a decorative helicopter fell from the ceiling. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure they're okay. It doesn't look like it really like fell on anybody. No, not like that one water park. It looked like a Great Wolf Lodge. Not that company specifically, but where all the ventilation pipes fell down. Oh, yeah. Do you ever see that video of like, it's like some, it's like some water slide and there's like two people that get stuck and then some girl goes behind them like face first. No. Just like smacks right into them. You know, a helicopter fell down in Nickelodeon universe. Did Baron Von Strangle get into a big fight? Where are my Nicktoons kids at? All right. 
I was uh, told SpongeBob was evil, and I was not allowed to watch as a kid. So I'm sorry I didn't quite get that one. That's okay. Somebody out there did. Perfect. What was um, was there anything specifically evil about some SpongeBob? I don't know. I just I grew up in a very religious farm town, so I just had a lot of weird stuff told to me. But yet they let you go to college? Oh, no, that's because I moved to the city. <clears throat> Once I moved to the city, that's where things start to switch, and we realized that uh, some things are not the greatest worldviews. Yeah. Correct. This is crazy. So I looked up um, just water slide accident on YouTube and everyone is like a fake photoshopped thumbnail where it's like somebody hanging off the side of a water slide. You know, the stock image of like a water slide over like a city skyline that make it makes it look like it's thousands of feet in the air. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> or like a Photoshop person flying out of a slide with a gi- giant arrow. <clears throat> but what about if you look up water slide fail? Okay. There's a water slide fail compilation. That's like the one I found too. This should be fun. Logan, Are do you have the link? Did now? you find it? Is it the four twenty seven minutes? It's water slide fails compilation in all caps. Oh, okay, that's a different one then. It's okay, funny. wow, that looked like it hurt. It's crazy how if a video is in all caps, it always has like fifty million views. Right? Oh fuck! Oh. What? Oh no! One, the one with the dog. I haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs> oh, the dog is a good one. <laughs> oh, shit. The one where the guy gets the insane airtime and then busts his shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, these rednecks. Oh, God, that poor dog. <laughs> okay, these rednecks with tarps is not water slides. <laughs> oh my goodness I've seen too much of this one oh I oh god I remember this one (laughs) the lady who goes up in the air oh yeah yeah and just falls flat the dude on 230 actually messed himself up good and was in the hospital for a long time the dude on what at the timestamp 2.30, like the most viewed part of the video. You'll get there. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. I'm on the one where the dude can't get out the pool. Have you seen all of these ones, Logan? Oh, yeah. I used to watch this stuff all the time. Okay, this redneck with the fucking one going off the roof. <laughs> oh, the, the two. I love that the slide says Ohio Dreams. 
Oh, what about the 231? The one where he flies out of the turn? <laughs> oh, snap. That's me. Wait, you're in this video? No, I just typed in water slide airtime and I forgot I put that video on the internet. Third one down when you type it in. So that one that you, oh shit, the one where the guy flew out the side, huh? Yeah, down a ravine. It was not a good time. So what happened to him? Uh, he went to the hospital because that was like an Airbnb type thing. It was an Airbnb slide? Yeah, it was like attached to their property on the Airbnb that they were booking. I don't know if it was Airbnb, but same idea, like a rental house. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he went over the side. I mean, that slide did not look properly built. No, like I've just seen too many things involving <laughs> slides and water parks and pools and whatnot. <clears throat> the one the there's like one with the green slide that has corner. The turns are like literal triangles. And everyone gets knocked out of it. Oh my it. god. I just saw that one where the turns like are not designed correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like, why did you make the turn Magnum's Bunny Hill? <laughs> <laughs> and then stick people on inner tubes down it. You know, the amount of people that go down these giant ass slides and they don't place the pool in the right place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one with the rapids rides where it, like, derails. Oh, shit. Oh! Yeah, those people are lucky they didn't get their fucking legs amputated from that shit. Oh, God. That lady who goes down the one on, like, it's like a dry slide and then slams into the barrier at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's why you don't go down water slides when they're dry. The triangular slide appears twice. Strikes again. Yes, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a whole video where it's literally four minutes of that. (laughs) A dude just camped out there for like a good while at the water park and record people falling off. That's hilarious. I got to find more of these. I have a new YouTube rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, just careful with the water slide accidents, because every now and then you'll get one that's, like, real serious. Oh, I'm sure. There's some gnarly shit, man. Yeah. All these ones... We all know about Action Park. All these ones where it's, like, wave pool breaks and floods water park... (laughs) <clears throat> oh, yeah, now I'm getting Schlitterbahn videos. Schlitterbahn. See, oh, check it out. Bush Gardens, Tampa, and Williamsburg are going to have free and discounted beer. Nice. It's what happens when rednecks don't buy Bud Light. I mean, and realistically, all they would have to do is just raise the ticket price by a dollar and then limit it one per customer. And that's it. It's one per, and then you can get two more at 50 cents a piece. Yeah. 
<clears throat> one for one one to pour out while you're drinking the other one. Damn, I just watched a Veruk water slide POV. Damn. I mean, it looked pretty good. But apparently... Dude, it looked killer. But apparently the ride experience was like, you're just trimmed all the way down. Until it wasn't trimmed enough. Yeah. Okay, I'm watching a POV of it now. Because why the hell not? It's your show. Do what you want. Yeah. I mean... Okay, so first of all, I did not realize this fucking thing had seatbelts. Yeah, which is kind of insane, too. Like, seatbelts on water slides sketch me out. That's a really weird, weird idea. Have you guys ever seen those Aqua Scoot water slides? They used to have one at the World Water Park in Edmonton. It was my favorite slide I've ever been on. Oh, yeah, those are fun. No, I'm gonna have to look them up. What what are they? Um, I'll I'll hook you up with the video here. Right, they're so good. much fun. Uh, okay, so yeah, Verrucht is already sketching me the fuck out. I'm watching that classic Verrucht test video now. There you go, Zach. It's the link in the chat. I mean, it looks okay. Skip to about a minute in on that video. Thunderbolt? Yeah. Okay. This is my favorite slide at the water park back in the day. (laughs) I just realized in that Verruckt testing video, the guy's just like, we're going to have to redesign the entire slide. JK. (laughs) I don't know what will stop people from flying off. (laughs) Metal wire. Okay, I'm seeing this one now. Like a minute in. You just skip across the water. It's so much fun. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Martin and Vlemenik have tested the Unicoaster 2.0. Someone's actually built it? No, I think they're just floating the concept around. Because I've seen that concept a long time ago. And I've ridden one of those just like the regular flat ride unicoasters. What's the what's the unicoaster? It's the one where it's um I don't even know the way best way to explain it. Circular track, you sit in two cars, and you got a joystick that can control the flipping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've ridden the flat So their ride. idea here is they take away the arm and motorize each individual car 
and then it goes around a little track and then you can control the flipping itself yeah okay it doesn't look like it's much more than like a figure eight layout on here, like their prototype one, but it would be kind of a fun way to ump up like a moose on the loose type ride. Yeah, those are pretty fun. Um, I rode the flat ride version of it. Mm-hmm. They got one theme to trouble at uh, Galaxy Land. That's a ton of fun. Oh, interesting. I suppose that's a good board game theme. Like, I don't know. Board games are hard to theme rides around. It was just cool because they painted, like, the trouble board on top of the roof that's, like, literally five feet above it. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Problematic. Anyway. Uh, There's my contribution to the news. Well, what's going on with Galaxy it. Land or Mindbender? Uh, it's making me cry and I'm about to go see it at the end of the month here. Do you know if it's all, is it all all removed? As far as I've seen, it's not fully removed yet. I haven't seen any updates since my family was there two, three weeks ago. So I'm not sure how much progress they've made, but it was coming down pretty quick. I just don't understand the whole shipping the cars off to Indiana beach. Like something in that whole story is not adding up and I'm sure it's on like the West Edmonton mall and triple fives part, but it just confuses the heck out of me. Why Mindbender was past its service life, but not the other one. Um, like, I don't get it. This thing's been standing for three years. Essentially it operated a tiny bit during the pandemic. And it's been indoors in a climate-controlled place. And you're telling me that thing has more issues than this ride that was not being maintained out in the hot sun in Mexico and the elements and now shipped up to Indiana Beach. And you're going to tell me Indiana Beach put in the stuff to fix it? But Galaxy Line couldn't? Like, I'm just confused there. Something ain't adding up. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's probably they couldn't fix it for the price they wanted to pay. Yeah. My whole thing is just like, what what did Indiana Beach do to it that's making it safe to operate now? Like the last time this thing ran, it killed somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> do we really think Indiana Beach actually put in the stuff to fix it? Because they erected the thing with all the dents and bloodstains and crap still on it for a second there. <laughs> well, I mean, they are working with Premier, although last time Premier f- fixed up a. Uh, one of those mega Schwarzkopf coasters that also went SBNO and ended up, I think now it's in Brazil. Well, and like, am I getting the story wrong there or did they actually ship down the cars from Canada to go on it? I think, I think that's their plan. That's what I thought I saw because I could have sworn I saw someone posting pictures with what looked like Mindbender's trains just repainted. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they I think that's probably what they're going to do because when it ran in Mexico, it only had the it had the standard like four car trains. Yeah. And so I'm sure they're probably thinking like, well, we'll just put all we'll do what they did on Mindbender. But which means maybe maybe there'll be a backwards car. No, there I'm pretty sure there is, though. Like, I'll see if I can find pictures, but I could have sworn I saw that exact train because Mindbender had five different trains. 
they had a yellow one, an orange one, a blue one, and then a teal one and a yellow one. And I could have sworn I saw the blue one and the teal one. The teal has the backwards car on a flatbed. And then at one point, there are pictures of those exact trains, or at least the same design, painted. But, like, no one's really come out to confirm that that's exactly them. But I don't see who else would have built those trains, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Schwarzkopf made those trains and modified them. To reopen it. I could be wrong, but I thought that was the story (laughs) after the accident. So, I don't know. It just seems weird that they did that. And if it is literally just the price, well, then it just seems kind of shady that they would have just sold off the trains to then afford the teardown price. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine it would cost much more to fix the ride than it would to tear it down when you got to bring in specialized equipment indoors. Well, they probably got a good deal on, like, a off-the-rack Gerslauer coaster. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I just don't have too much faith that anything's actually going to go in that spot. Like, my whole theory behind the whole thing, and it could easily be wrong, was they wanted to get rid of all the Galaxy Land branding and switch it over to Hasbro. And one of the parts of doing that would be getting rid of Mindbender itself because it has all the history tied to the accident. Like, you can't go to that park a single day without someone mentioning, oh, that roller coaster that killed, like, dozens of people. Right. Like, the story was all, like, misconstrued and all that kind of stuff. And then the park was so secretive about it. It didn't give it any, like, farewell, didn't give it any warning. Just the local news broke it one day and it became a whole big thing. So that would have added up to the whole, okay, let's quietly remove this thing. But then the mall's PR team, just out of nowhere on April Fool's Day, made their April Fool's post, Mall Bender, where they like photoshopped a BM dive coaster on there, a bunch of different things that all went around the entire mall. And they're like, haha, we're making Mall Bender. And then even just like the regular people from Edmonton who aren't like coaster people or anything by any means were like, this just seems kind of tasteless and like confusing. Like, what's going on? So. That whole idea of a quiet removal there doesn't really add up either then. So I just have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, well, if they do build... The thing is, if they don't put anything in there, I mean, what do you think they would put in there? Just, like, more flat rides or something? Like, probably. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't see that place spending the money. Yeah. Right? Like... They added in a few new flat rides, but that was because the casino expanded into what was the mall space. So they gave them millions of dollars and in doing so a bunch of flat rides shuffled around and they lost a few, but then built a couple new ones. Look at that Havoc ride that they have. That's uh, I think a Mosier ride space trainer model, I believe it's called. And then that Chance Union coaster that we were just talking about were two new state-of-the-art flat rides that they put in. But then since then, they haven't done anything but retheme it all. Which makes sense, but it just seems like the park's very much going more of a family, like FEC type vibe. Because even if you look at how the um, American Dream Mall has been operating their park by the same management, like Triple Five, a lot of the days, more of their thrill heavy rides are down, but all the family stuff is open and the kids' stuff. Yeah. 
So it seems like that company is very much just trying to almost transition it to that. And I think if you go the Hasbro route, then you can get rid of all the Galaxy Land stuff over time, kind of like whatchamacallit eBay did when it used to be all yellow, and then gradually they toned it down until it got to white and nobody even really noticed. I feel like by continuing to add new rides here that are rethemed without actually like transferring over, because right now it's just Galaxy Land powered by Hasbro, but I'm sure within three to five years it's just going to be something Hasbro. Right. Hasbro Land. Yeah. Calling it now. Yeah, I mean, it'd make the most sense. So it's just, I just, I don't know. I'd be so curious to know what their direction is because it very much seems like there's next to none of it. And it's also secretive with like no actual announcements and whatnot. I don't, I don't know. know. I think I could see them building something like along the lines of like Monster at Adventureland or Hang Time at Knott's Berry Farm. Well, right, and, like, if they did, that'd be sick. Like, I talked about it long ago. It was actually the first episode of Prairie Coasting way back in the days. What could replace Mindbender be a worthy fit? And that was kind of the conclusion we came down to, like a like a hang time, monster, smiler-type ride, like a custom, Euro, whatever it's called, not Eurofighter. Infinity Coaster, I think, now. There we go, Yeah. But I just don't see the park spending the money to do that because it very much just seems like they're spending the money to make it all like family and kids oriented and not thrill stuff. I mean, if they do build something, I could see it being a SpongeBob the ride at Mall of America clone. Right? Like that's the direction if they do put a coaster in that I could see them leaning is just insert tiny clonable ride. Yeah. Probably by Gerslauer since they used them to build the Galaxy Orbiter. Right, yeah. That would actually probably make a lot of sense. Yeah, but then once again, like you took out that world-class roller coaster to put that in and like it just, I don't know, confuses me with the direction they're going. Because all of their signing signage is saying like renovating for future expansion and stuff. So they do say that and hint at it. I'm just not too convinced that it's going to be a pound for pound kind of uh switch out there right yes i have confidence they'll put something in but it's not going to be something even close to the same ballpark as my bender was that's just my two thoughts two cents all right all right <clears throat> well i mean holy shit should we do the Disney Minute? We should probably throw it in here, yeah. All right, I'll kick it off. It's time. The Disney Minute. Makes no difference who you are. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're going to go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. 
Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney's California Adventure will run on select nights between September 1st and October 31st. Splash Mountain at Disneyland is closed for good. Rock and Roller Coaster at Disney's Hollywood Studios reopened. The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will close forever in September after a bit of a year over operation. I'm not surprised. Me neither. What a fail that was. Yep. That couldn't have been cheap to build. No. I think they've spent like $2 billion on it. On the whole. I don't know. That that just seemed doomed from the start. It seems very fitting that that's its end. I mean, I didn't know where they thought there was suddenly going to be this huge amount of people that were both insane Star Wars fans and insane Disney fans and had fucking $6,000 to do a LARP vacation. For, for two nights or one night? Two nights, yep. Yeah, a two-night, $6,000 LARP vacation just d- never seemed like it was going to work. Well, now we know it didn't. We've run the we've run the test and we have concluded. <laughs> if Six Flags were to build a LARP vacation, what would it be? Um, something sponsored sponsored by Takis. <laughs> it would be like the Funnel Cake Resort. And it'd be a completely, like, generic. It would just be like a Ferris wheel, like that stock image of like a Ferris wheel and a merry-go-round and like a can of Coca-Cola. Yeah, it would be, it would be, um, no, you know what? It would be Mr. Six's bus. (laughs) That'd be a fun bus to hotbox. Agreed. But you're just kind of on a school bus and only like two of the seats are actually in there and you're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. (laughs) There's like a mattress in the back. Right? The walls are spray painted. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bowl of candy. One of the windows has a trash bag over it. <laughs> All the paint's just chipping off. Man, this bus used to be cool. He's like, yeah, well, I used to work, too. <laughs> I like that Mr. Six... Has not only gone from an old man to an older man, but he went from a dancing happy guy to like really angry. Those more flags, more fun commercials were like some of the best amusement park commercials out there, in my opinion. Wasn't Mr. Six also um, like not actually like an old man? No, it was uh, a woman. That's right. Yeah. 
Well, remember when they were going to theme the roller coaster to Mrs. Mr. Six's dance coaster and put it where Deja Vu got yanked out of at Magic Mountain? But then they're like, nah, that's probably not the greatest idea. Let's put it in Bugs Bunny World and theme it after Roadrunner. Mr. Six's dance coaster. I'm pretty sure that was going to be a thing. No, that sounds really familiar. You know, they need to recycle that idea, but with the surf coaster. Oh, yeah. Actually, speaking of the surf coaster, I'm trying to squeeze in like Florida, Georgia credits. I think what I might try to do is like fly into Atlanta, um, stop at Six Flags Over Georgia for like two rides. Probably hit. I already have the credit, but I just want to ride the new Mindbender and then hit the RMC and then get Airy Force One, then drive down to Tampa and then before uh, Bush closes and then get Iron Gwazi. So I'm going to try to ride the three RMCs in one day. And then the next day, do like Universal at Open. Ride Hagrid's, ride Velocicoaster, Hulk, and then end the day at uh, SeaWorld. You, you might have a tough time doubling up and getting all the credits at Universal and SeaWorld in one day. Well, because Hagrid's, between like, Hagrid's, probably is what, like 90 minute line? Yeah. And then Velocicoaster probably is up to 90 minutes. Yeah. But from what I mean, from what I hear now, Hulk's usually like, what, 20 minutes? I don't know. Probably not terrible. Yeah. Like, you do you, but personally, that sounds like an awful time. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, yeah, when are you going to go? I don't know. It it's, depends on when I would visit my sister. But the thing is, I I mean, if you're going to go in the summer, it's going to be fucking sucky. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I've already been to these places. I just need I really just need, like, the two credits at Universal, the two credits at SeaWorld and then like Iron Gwazi and Air Force One. But we'll see. I think it's doable in two days. Well, we'll have, we're going to have a a buddy on from Orlando soon, so we can ask him about what he thinks. Yeah. And his suggested itinerary for you. Nice. Yeah. But yo, I, y'all, I am getting so fucking tired. Yeah, this has been a very indicative of like our Zoom calls that we've ever had in the past. Slash, I'm sure they are present. So, if somehow people have stuck around through this, have enjoyed it, or want to like interact and interject in this, y'all should pay a dollar and hop on to the uh, Discord chats. Holy moly! Listen to you, Salad. Thank you, man. <laughs> I gotcha. Now, before we bounce out of here, make sure you get a plug in for Cuzzies and everything. 
Yeah, Frick, I've like leaned into plugs for you guys a handful of times here. I guess I should probably do one for my own stuff before Coaster Bro yells at me. Yeah, definitely get your plugs in, man. Alrighty, so uh, Coaster Cuzzies. We got a podcast that Coaster Bro has been doing for a while. He did 100 episodes himself with some other people's. And then uh, my show that I used to have back in the day, Prairie Coasting, that I did with my friend Mitch out in Toronto, where we talked about all the Canadian stuff for the industry. Uh, that kind of served its purpose. It came and went. We got like 70 episodes or so in, and it just kind of lived its life. And then we combined forces, hopped on with the Cuzzies, where we got a bunch of contributors. We kind of do our episodes where we have like little segments and stuff, so it bounces back and forth and just has kind of like highlights and spotlights a bunch of the different people in the community. I know we've done episodes with shockwave down on there mikey mayo's come on a few times so some familiar faces and names there and if you guys want any of that info it's at solo.to slash coaster or you can type in coaster to the tiktoks instagrams facebooks etc woo yeah and go check them out you uh have probably heard coaster bro on our show yep and if not go listen to that too yeah, he was the one that had that infamous cookie and just forgot that he was part of a recording. Which definitely goes down in the annals of your favorite Coaster Sucks history. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite parts of your favorite Coaster Sucks lore. Yeah, that that's probably the highest anyone's been on our show. I think so. Which is an achievement. Well, and it's funny because it probably wasn't even that much of a dosage, but just being new to the whole uh, game did the job that's what i'm saying is like i strive to get that high <laughs> he made it uh, look easy i'd have to take a heck of a tea break to reach that level <laughs> <laughs> yep that's uh definitely a fun one to start to get into that whole game definitely well thanks so much for coming back logan and uh being back on yeah, for sure. It was an absolute pleasure, and I always have a fun time listening to you guys, so it's good to hop back on and have a good solid chat here. Like, holy smokes, this is a long one. Uh, definitely. I mean, when it's uh, when the iron's hot, right? Yeah. Uh, strike, or whatever the saying is. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Rule the world with an iron fist. Yeah, strike like the writers. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, all right. Well, thanks, thanks, Logan, and thank you guys for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, 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 favorite. favorite.